brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. You're listening to the voice of Community Athletics, the CRN Sports Network. Follow us online at wearecrn.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CRN Sports. Now back to our broadcast coverage. Some energy drinks want to scare you. Some even want to bully you around. And the others, they're just blowing smoke. Packed with vitamins B3, B5, B6, and B12, the new HiQ Energy Drink comes available in four exciting flavors. Skyberry Fusion. Apple. Coconut Fruit Punch. And Lemlime. Natural caffeine. No preservatives. No crash. No bull. IQ Energy Drink. Wings are for birds. You're listening to the voice of Community Athletics, the CRN Sports Network. Follow us online at wearecrn.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CRN Sports. Now back to our broadcast coverage.
Are you ready? You know what time it is, right? They don't want us to make it, so it's time to take it. We are CRN Sports, proud to be the voice of the Clayton Comets. Check us out at wearecrn.com. It is an absolutely beautiful April spring football day and normally football going on during the fall from the summer ends to the frigid months close to November and December and thanks to the powers that be allowing things to continue for normalcy back in our country. We are ready for football, high school football. It is time though for the playoffs. You've got to win to survive. We are ready. Are you ready? CRN Sports set for the opening round of the 2020-2021 Spring Football State Championship Playoffs. We are live in Greensboro, North Carolina. Or actually, it's uh, actually Forest Oaks, North Carolina. But anyhow, we are set to go in the triad region for coverage of a very special pregame kickoff. We are ready in tonight's game. Redemption. Also, because the last time the Clayton football was in the playoffs, they played this team. November 15th, 2019 to be exact, they lost the game here in Greensboro 13-6. So redemption is definitely on the brains of also going into the next round for the state championship. Welcome from the Falcons Football Stadium. I'm Wesley Outland. Joined alongside is Bruce Barrett, Mark Coates up on the top side in the booth. Down on the field will be Kim Winslow. Bruce, playoffs, it's here you got to win, as you always call this, is the second season. Second season, that's right. And this is also a redemption game from 2019, as I I talked about. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Many of the players that that are on this field for Clayton tonight and uh, for the Falcons, they they were part of those teams. So I'm sure there's there's a lot. They they remember uh, playing here. Uh, But it's... It's win or go home. It is. There is no is. tomorrow. I mean, you know, you don't get a second chance. This, this is it. And uh, I'm sure uh, Coach Handy's had a good week of preparation. There was a question whether uh, Clayton would have made the playoffs. But um, they are here, and they're not here by accident. This is a very good football team as well as the Falcons. And uh, the Falcons, they like to run the football uh, they will throw it, but they like to run it. They like to pound it. They're that four yards in a cloud of dust type of offense that um, likes to put together nice long drives. And uh, I'm sure Coach Eves uh, will be fine uh, with keeping the Clayton offense off of the field tonight. And that, that I think that's going to be key. Mark, Coach, your thoughts? Uh, people love the three-man broadcast team at Cleveland, West Johnston. We're going to do it again for the playoffs as well. Uh, what's the mindset being for the Coates family, getting ready now for the playoffs, about to go here in less than uh, T-minus 46 minutes? Well, it's just, you know, come out like like Bruce said. You uh, you win, you play again. If not, you go home. Uh, you got two evenly matched teams here this week. If you look at the pre- uh, max preps stats, you know, both points for and points allowed. Both of these teams are pretty evenly matched, so I'm looking for a good, hard-fought contest. 
uh, and look for the best team to come out in the end. It's time for the Coach's Corner live here from Greensboro for this game of Falcons versus Comets, Southeast Guilford versus Clayton. And first off, we introduce the home squad. Of course, they are the champions in the mid-Piedmont 3A bracket. They're sitting on a record this season that's uh, pretty good as well. Looking at a 6-0 and season, 6-1. and Lost one game this year to Greensboro Dudley, kind of like we lost to Cleveland. And our CRN sideline reporter, Kim Henning-Winslow, is ready to interview the coach of Southeast yep. Guilford Falcons, Earl Bates. Thanks, Wesley. And I am with Southeast Guilford coach Earl Bates. Coach, this has been a long, unconventional year. However, we finally made it through the regular season. We're in the playoffs. How much does it mean to you and your staff and your players to get through all that uncertainty and get it to the playoffs and, and really start that uh, quest for a state championship? Well, it's like I told them uh, in, our, in our pregame talk, you know, it's really a, a blessed situation for us to be here right now. A lot of people in the state of North Carolina didn't think it was going to happen. Uh, it's here the first night. I just told them to enjoy the night. That's right. And with all the uncertainty, you know, we had social distancing. We couldn't have practices. How difficult as a first-year coach of this school was that to be able to get to know your players, implement the schemes, et cetera, when you had to do everything through Zoom? You know, that was the tough part. You know, I, I'm a, you know, like I told the guys, the, the Zoom piece was different from, for, for me uh, as it is other coaches. I was extremely excited when I was able to see those guys in person. You know, my seniors have done a tremendous job you know, with that bond between me and the players. And, and, and I, got, I owe a lot of credit to the pr- players. Excellent. Last year, Southeast Guilford and Clayton played first-round playoffs on this field. It was a defensive battle. Thir- South Gil- Southeast Guilford won 13-6. What do you expect from the game tonight? A defensive battle? Or you think it'll be an offensive shootout? What do you think? Well, you know, I always like defensive battles. You know, if you play good defense, you always got a plan, uh, chance to win. Um our guys have had a great week. I know Coach Andy over there. I'm sure those guys have had a great week. Two new coaches, two different situations. So we'll see what the outcome will be. Excellent. I appreciate your time. Good luck tonight. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Hey, Back I, to you, Wesley. Thank you very much, Cam. Uh, again, that is the coach's corner for the Southeast Guilford Falcons head coach Earl Bates. And, of course, our coach's corner is presented by the new High Q Energy Drink, reminding you wings are for birds. Bruce Barrett, uh, your thoughts on what the coach said, having to go through the Zoom conferences, having to go through uh, what we thought would not even be a football program, and now we're ready for the playoffs. And uh, she didn't even kind of hit on the idea of, uh, hey, we played each other a couple of years ago, and they beat right. us. Right, yeah, and <laughs> – you know, it's you know, just not this league that was different, you know, because of COVID and everything. But, you know, you go all the way back to last year, even, you know, in the, the big leagues, the National Football League, they yeah. weren't allowed to have OTAs. Uh, there was no spring ball, and uh, there, were, there wasn't even a preseason. So, you know, even going up that ladder, they saw the difficulties that they had, and they were doing a lot of that. Uh, uh, email and 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 Zoom meetings and yes, things yes. of that nature. So it it, it re, uh, the repercussions came back down all the way to the high school level, and um, I think the coaching staffs. And I'm just not saying here and at Clayton, but I mean overall, we saw some. You know, I was worried about how good the football would be. Yeah, yeah. We saw some dandy football. We saw some we awesome saw some football. Good we have stuff. Mark, and, uh, uh, yeah. and, and I think, you know, that just proves that it can be done. Mark, Coach, your thoughts on that? Uh, pretty good football we've seen this year in the spring. It, it has been. I mean, you, you, it's, it's, it's 
it's not normal to be playing football in the spring, <laughs> but anytime you get to play, it's it, it's good. You know, a lot of teams I've heard heard coaches say they hadn't had a lot of time to, to prepare in, in some organizations. Other other teams have have been able to overcome that some. Hey, are you the PA guy? Uh, so Did you, you get know, the roster? The, okay, for fighting. Okay, I'll, I'll put it over there for you. Although it's, although it's been challenging, it's, it's been good football uh, on the football field. So we're looking at uh, the 6-1 and one Comets. They're coming up off the number two spot in the Greater News 3A seeding of the season. They're ranked 61 in the stake. They're 4-1 in conference play. The only game they lost was to Cleveland, 34-27. to We're going to recap the entire season review for both the Southeast Guilford Falcons and the Clayton Comets as both teams in a sea of orange and white and blue are preparing to warm up on the field here at Falcon Stadium, and we prepare for the opening round of spring football in the playoffs. And, you know, Bruce, uh, we were all on pins and needles last Friday night or, 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 or Friday <laughs> yeah. you know, after the, um, the the Thursday night West Johnston varsity game, which, by yes. the way, they did what they needed to do. They won the game. They did. And then we got to give props to uh, Sid Naren and all he did on the JV side of the comments as well. They had a good year as well. But the bottom line is this. Uh, there is no tomorrow. No. If you want to go for state championships, you've got to do good on the field. You've got to win. And I think one of the things we'll talk about here during the pregame that we've all noticed, and Coach Shane Handy has talked about repetitively, we've got to work on our own mistakes. And one of the biggest things, Bruce Barrett, is penalties. That's exactly right. Penalties are going to be a a key factor tonight. And, you know, you mentioned another thing, the only game that – Clayton lost was against Cleveland. Well, right. Cleveland is a number one seed. The only game that this ball club lost to was Dudley. Yeah. Well, Dudley is Thanks also in Dudley. the playoffs, yep. and they're playing Watauga tonight at kickoff at 7 o'clock. So the teams that we, the both teams lost to are also in the playoffs. And so that, again, shows you just uh, how good these two teams really are going head-to-head. I think we're going to have a great matchup tonight. Mark, your thoughts is that uh, as well? I, I think we're going to have a good matchup as well. You know, as I stated earlier, you know these these two teams appear to be evenly matched. Uh, both teams have rather large offensive lines. Uh, defensive line for um, for Southeast Gifford is uh, carries some size with them. You know, so can Clayton's speed on defense? Can we can we overcome our mistakes on offense? You know, it's cliche to say, but you know, the team that's going to come out on top is going to be the team that makes the fewest amount of mistakes and takes the uh, takes advantage of the opportunities afforded to them on the field by the other team. And Kim Winslow, uh, back down to the field to you as well. I know you're about to jump inside the coach's corner with Coach Shane Handy, but uh, what's your thoughts of this matchup as, again, 13-6 to back in 2019, we lost to Southeast Guilford. They're going to have to turn things around and, me and you talked about it probably 2 o'clock this morning on social media while we were prepping and preparing for this game. Literally, um, this could be a defensive matchup. Who's going to be off the O-line, the D-line, and who can survive here tonight doing that? Absolutely. I think it's going to be a battle in the trenches. Um, as Mark said, they've got both sides have, have good lines. Ours is very quick. The defensive line has been fantastic all season. So it's going to be a battle. And, and you know, we can look back and, at what the game was last year, but we've got two new coaching staffs. Even though uh, we've got veteran uh, rosters on both sides, we've got two new coaching staffs, two new different styles of play. And so it'll be, you know, 
it'll be whoever can make the fewest amount of mistakes, um, and we'll see if we can get the offense moving a little bit more this year. A sea of orange and black, uh, the colors for the Southeast Guilford home squad. The fans beginning to parade in in a kaleidoscope of colors in the nestled grandstands. And the same can be said on Clayton. We're glad you're enjoying our coverage on the CRN Sports Network. We are live from Greensboro, North Carolina, as again the mid Piedmont 3A champions taking on the number two Greater News 3A, Clayton Cometson. Both teams at 6-1, and one, ready for playoff football. And again, we appreciate you joining us for this special one-hour pregame show. Normally it's 30 minutes, and Bruce, normally 30 minutes flies by pretty quickly, yeah. so we're going to see how fast an hour will go. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, you're talking about time. First off, I want to mention the field. This is a beautiful, beautiful facility that they have here, here at Falcon Stadium. But they also have a play clock that are, that is in the the right corners of each oh, yeah. end zone. Oh yes. So it's going to be important for the quarterback when he breaks that huddle. He's not used to seeing that. They he's got to, as soon as he breaks the huddle, he needs to look at that clock to see how much time he has before he starts making his reads and everything. That's going to be a huge. I think that's a big factor. I think it's good that they have it. I wish every school had the twenty five second and forty second clock up. But um, uh, they, that will be in operation tonight. So um, as soon as that quarterback breaks that huddle, he needs to look and see just how much time he has. A great game here coming up the opening round of the playoffs. I know Kim uh, Winslow will be finding Coach Shane Handy very shortly as we continue not only our pregame show for the new Q Energy Drink pregame kickoff here for the playoffs opening round from Greensboro, but also the coach's corner. We've already heard from the coach of Southeast uh, Guilford Falcons and Earl Bates. We await now Coach Shane Handy of the Clayton Comets, and we will talk to both coaches as, again, uh, they get ready. Mark, playoff football, you played it, I played it as alumni of the school here, and uh, when you're on the road, definitely it, it changes things for sure. It, it does. It does. You, your, time, your time management, typically you would, you would go out to dinner and you know, get right at the other school and try to give yourself time to acclimate, do, do some walkthroughs and so forth. So it's just, you know, the kids just need to be ready to play. Um, you know, they probably need to sit down, just kind of chill out, listen to some music. Kind of get their thoughts and get fo- and just get focused so that when seven o'clock comes and that ball's kicked off, they're ready to play the game. And it looks like Bruce Barrett Clayton is pumped up, ready to play. As now they went from playing a full team practice session now to now going into their respective offensive, defensive, special teams, RBs, running backs, tight ends, fullbacks, quarterbacks, and now they begin to break into their own formations of practice here. That's up there. Uh, I'm watching the defensive backs right now running through their drills. Uh, the the defensive line for Clayton has been very very good. Uh, I as y'all know I call uh, Rambo and his um, Green Beret. special for yeah the Green Beret Rambo and his special forces unit. Uh, they have done a very good job on the defensive line, and that will be key tonight because I do believe that uh, the Falcons. Uh, they are going to want to run the football, so they need to make their linebackers need to make good reads. Uh, your defensive linemen, they got to eat blocks. They got to eat blocks. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. And and allow those linebackers to get in there and make those plays. If they do that tonight, they uh, they'll have a good chance in this game. We've literally seen a team all year, and of course, Marcus was talking about me, and you were talking about outside, and uh, before coming on the air for the pregame show. 
Southeast Guilford and Clayton, to be honest with you, they are very identical. They are. Very identical from watching game film, from seeing what their stats are, from seeing some of the statistics that are on Max Preps that hopefully knock on wood there correctly. <laughs> um, bottom line, uh, you know, this could be one of the greatest matchups in high school football in the state we've ever had. That's very true. Hey, hey Let's guys. go down to the field yep. and Kim Winslow. I don't mean to interrupt, but I got Coach Handy here. Coach, how nerve-wracking was Saturday waiting to, to see what was going to happen? We had to wait for a little bit of luck. How excited were you to see the – comments on that bracket. Uh, it was a great, great opportunity for us. Excited for the seniors, excited for our kids to get another another weekend and, and see if we can string them together. So, uh, no, it was it was a great, great, uh, great news when we got the news and uh, jumped on it and was excited about uh, opportunity to come to Southeast Guilford and, and play these guys. So. so, I've talked to a couple of players throughout the week and I've heard it's probably been the best week of practice that you guys have had all year. What did you see differently in practice this week, and what do you think are going to be the keys to the game tonight? Well, I just think uh, attention to detail and and, uh, and and just really get coaches, the whole coaching staff, uh, pressing upon the guys how important the little things are, and uh, and the, the tempo of practice and everything was 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 unbelievable. So uh, just got to take that over to the game. Talking about the little things, week after week we've talked about the penalties, and in some games you can get past those. It's the playoffs now. And those are only amplified when the stakes are, are this high. What, what do you see from them that we're going to tighten that up a little bit this yeah, well, week? Yeah, well, we worked on that all week. And uh, if there was a penalty, you got fired and you got punished. So uh, attention to detail, of course. And we've been doing that. But at the same time, it was a high, high priority. And, um, and I feel like our guys are ready to roll and get better. Excellent. Well, we'll be cheering you on. It was, we lost here last year on this very field, 13-6. to 6. So the Comet faithful is looking for a different outcome this year. So we'll be cheering loud. We're definitely looking for a different outcome and uh, feel like our guys have have, have worked hard and and ready for the challenge. Great. Thanks a lot, Coach. Good luck. Back to you guys. The word is redemption. Thank you very much, Kim Winslow, down there with the head coach of the Clayton Comets, of course, of Shane Handy. And, again, the Coach's Corner is presented by the new High Q Energy Drink, reminding you that wings are for birds. Bruce, I don't think I could say it any better, except uh, people are getting fired. You make penalties, <laughs> you're getting fired. Well, I you think know, what he meant by was fired up, not losing their job. But, right. but yes. what, what, what that tells me is you've got a coaching staff that are holding players responsible. Yeah. You know, for what happens in a penalty, or and they're watching for it now. And uh, that's how you handle that situation. Uh, you got to remember, if you commit a personal foul or something of that nature, you're, you're hurting your football team. You know, you get a big uh, play, a sack or something, and then there's a personal foul away from the uh, play. You know, you got to – that's something that you have to work on or a hold or, or whatever it is. You got to hold your players accountable for that, and I think that's what he did this week. Mark Coates, what's your take on that, bud? What the coach just said? Well, you just you've got to go out. You've got to play. Uh, you've got to play hard. And if you're if you're playing hard and you're you're pancaking folks, then I love your pancaking. Well, we <laughs> just you know, decluders. Foot, foot, I love it. Foot, yeah. Football's meant to be aggressive. Okay, right. yes. it's, not a, yeah. it's not a patty cake sport. Yeah. And so, you know, the two teams that come out here and play aggressive and make the least amount of mistakes, you know, whether it's a turn, whether it's a turnover, a penalty, or what, you know, the other team's got to take advantage of that. We can't get down to the two-yard line and back up to the 30. we got to put the right. thing in the, in the end zone. 
That's exactly right. And so the team that does that the best tonight is going to be the team that comes out on top. Yeah, I think so for sure. And, uh, again, it is a perfect night for football on this Friday evening. And, uh, by the way, gentlemen, a 7 o'clock start time. I mean, you know, normally we've done 6.30 around this time. We're getting the games underway. Uh, this is a special one-hour Haiku uh, Energy Drink pregame kickoff. He is Mark Coates, Bruce Barrett. I'm Wesley Outland. Kim Winslow down on the sidelines. Amy Coates will be helping us spot, uh, spot for the broadcast here tonight. It is in, in – just outside of the Triad region in the Piedmont of North Carolina, just uh, between Greensboro and Forest Oaks. Partly cloudy skies and sunny 66 degrees. Tonight it is going to get down to 40s. It's going to be kind of like, uh, like fall, the fall football, right? Yeah, it's going to be like fall. <laughs> Kim Winslow, I noticed that you do not have your shorts on tonight, for sure. You're definitely ready to go in case the cold does come in. Don't have my shorts on. i got short sleeve shirt. I've got my long sleeves tied around, and I've got a jacket coming for me just in case. So I'm going to be prepared. There you go. She's prepared. And, and poor, poor Kim, it's one week it's like 80 degrees. Yeah. She's wearing shorts and a Part polo shirt. The next week she's dressed up like, uh, like I said, Aaron Andrews, uh, <laughs> you know, wearing the jackets and bundled up like an Eskimo in Alaska somewhere. So, hey, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to look at the season in review for both the Southeast Guilford Falcons and the Clayton Comets. As again, we're in Greensboro. See opening round of the North Carolina High School 2A state championship playoffs in the spring in the 3A bracket. We are ready to go here for these uh, players and coaches. It should be a good one. Playoff football on CRN when we return on the Community Radio Network. This is our pregame show, and it is proudly presented by the new Q Energy Drink. We'll be back with more from Greensboro in a moment. Some energy drinks want to scare you. Some even want to bully you around. And the others, they're just blowing smoke. Packed with vitamins B3, B5, B6, and B12, the new HiQ Energy Drink comes available in four exciting flavors. Skyberry Fusion. Apple. Coconut Fruit Punch and Lemon Lime. Natural caffeine, no preservatives, no crash, no bull. High Q Energy Drink. Wings are for birds. Hey, it's Wesley Outland one of the co-founders and president of the Community Radio Network, known as CRN Sports, now going on four years as the voice of the Clayton Comets. Are you interested in having your business being advertised on all of the athletic coverage of CRN, even if it's all the sports coverage or just one, like football or basketball, or maybe your daughter or son plays soccer or softball or even baseball, we've got you covered. Whether on the gridiron, to the court, to the field, or the diamond, we want your business. Whether you are a car dealership to a paint business, or even a cafe to a barber shop, if you're interested, we want your business today. Be a part of radio advertising on the Community Radio Network. For more details, call 919-618-9286 or email me at wesleyoutland at aim.com. And we look forward to having your business a part of the Community Radio Network today.
Watching her father, Lee McAllister, race dirt late models and asphalt late models to the great career he had in the Southeast. Tanya McAllister is building her legacy with helping drivers young and old, boys and girls, building up their career in advancement in the great career of motorsports and also other stick and ball sports from baseball to basketball and football. Her motto, see you at the winner's circle. Tanya McAllister does just that with MPM. Let me tell you about the focus that is McAllister Precision Marketing, MPM. They assist up-and-coming race car drivers with career advancement and promotion. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts, offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill we also provide companies with a strategic plan for their sales and marketing needs as well as race car with race teams to secure sponsorships but to build ongoing partnerships with sponsors as well services include assisting with career advancement promoting drivers and businesses working with development teams and also for helping to place the upcoming drivers assisting drivers with seeking marketing partners and sponsorship and so much more bottom line let tanya McAllister and market with mpm.com get you into the winner circle contact tanya McAllister today at 803-361-6199 or visit them online at marketwithmpm.com once again that's marketwithmpm.com tanya McAllister would love to see you soon in the winner circle The Racing Brotherhood Foundation was founded in the summer of 2017 after the passing of racer Terry Evans. We help racers and families in times of need, whether due to racing incidents or other traumatic situations. We are all about fans and racers helping racers because in the end, racing is one big family. If you would like to help, find the Racing Brotherhood Foundation in an event near you and give from the heart or go to racingbrotherhood.com donate and give what you can. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that our daughters have what they need to grow and learn. But that isn't the case for nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. that struggle with hunger. Childhood hunger is a heartbreaking reality that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and provides it to families and children in need. You can help kids in need in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. We are CRN Sports, proud to be the voice of the Clayton Comets. Check us out at wearecrn.com. 
Exactly 23.30 left until the ball will fly through the air in the first round of the 3A state championships will get underway. Welcome back to coverage on CRN Sports, the Community Radio Network. I'm Leslie Outland, Bruce Barrett, Mark Coates topside here at Falcons Stadium getting ready for 6-1. Clayton taking on 6-1 Southeast Guilford. Warm-ups going on. Players going over final drills on both Southeast and Clayton. And looks like they're also practicing kickoff right now. Yes. Something very important in the game tonight, possibly, Bruce. Uh, Well, special teams can be big, and we've seen that with Clayton this year. They've had some real good special teams, you know, blocking punts and things of that nature. So that that can be big tonight. But I think the, the, the thing is going to be tonight defense. And how about this stat right here? In the seven games that Clayton has been involved in, they have only averaged giving up seven and a half points a game. Remember, they had two shutouts uh, with shutting out uh, Corinth holders and uh, also um, shutting out uh, Smithfield Selma. So, you know, that's going to be huge tonight. If they could keep that going, this could really be interesting tonight. So let's take a look at the season in review that is for the Southeast Guilford Falcons. Of course, the season started on Thursday, February 25th. It was an opening game and a conference game on the road against Asheboro, and they picked up a win in fine fashion, 27-0. Asheboro went right out of the gate at uh, losing to Southeast Guilford to start the season for the Falcons at 1-0. Then a non-conference game. And of all of their seven games of spring football on the schedule, one game was non-conference, and it was this one. And it was to the Greensboro-Dudley team. And I want to say it's probably a rival between these two teams of Southeast Guilford and Greensboro-Dudley, like the Hatfields and McCoys. Uh, (laughs) 42-20, and um, it it didn't go well when they lost on the road to uh, Greensboro-Dudley there. And that was back on March the 5th. Then, with a 1-1 record, Still 1-0 in conference play in the mid-Piedmont 3A. They went on to, as we always say, run the table, gentlemen, taking on Southern Elements March the 12th here at home, winning 33-7. The Eastern Guilford Wildcats out of Gibsonville. Uh, that was an away game in conference play, and they beat them 32-14. to Southern Guilford in Greensboro, back here at home on March the 26th. They beat them 21-0. They went on the road to Burlington and beat Walter Williams 24-0. Are you noticing a pattern here, Mark Coates? I'm going to get to that here in just a minute. Then you see the final game of the season last week against Southwestern Randolph right here at home, and they're based out of Asheboro. They beat them 49-6. That is their year in review for Coach Earl Bates and the mid-Piedmont 3A champion Southeast Guilford Falcons. Mark, if you think about it and you look at what Bruce will be talking about for Clayton's season in review in just a second, they very mimic each other. They do. They, they mirror one another very well. They mimic each other. Uh, you look at games, wins, the points, the differentials, sheer domination, offensively and defensively not allowing the other teams to score. That's right. Bruce Barrett, you have a look at what it was the year in review that we have had along the ride since – Corinth Holders win, uh, by the way, uh, our buddy number six, Keith Cox, scored the only touchdown, only touchdown. of the game yep. 
and uh, the way to start the year against Corinth Holder and on down the list from there. Yeah, on a Thursday night, um, the uh, Comets defeated uh, Corinth Holders, who I um, call the pirate ship. <laughs> yeah. uh, but they sunk the pirate ship that night, 6 to nothing. but it was on a defensive uh, interception return for yes, a touchdown. Was. That was the only score in that game. And then we went to Harnett Central down in Anger where uh, Kim about froze. Uh, of course, I was right alongside her because we were back on the field. We were behind the west end of the, the end, end zone, zone calling, calling a broadcast. Game. Yes, we did. And uh, yep. we won that game 30-12. to 12. Uh, Then we played South Johnston, beat South Johnston 48-6. to 6. Uh, East Wake, which I thought was going to be a pretty good matchup, and we hung double, double nickels on them, beating them 55-7. to 7. And then the Cleveland game. And we have talked about the Cleveland game and uh, oh. that loss, um, thirty-four to twenty-seven. Uh, it was a it was a one possession game, and you know we can sit there and debate. Well, this should have been this, and this should have been what. Right. The right. fact of the matter was scoreboard. That's right. <laughs> and it was thirty-four to twenty-seven, and that was it. Then they played Smithfield Selma, in the big traditional rivalry back down through the years, but Triple S. Uh, uh, they beat Triple S forty-two to nothing. Another shutout, and then last week at West Johnston, uh, in a game that actually was pretty close there. Oh yeah, at halftime it was very. And then interesting uh, game. I, I don't know what Coach Handy said at halftime of that ball game, but I guarantee you he got somebody's attention because they turned changed. it up. They did in the second half, and they won that game twenty-six to seven. As as you call it, they turned the water on. They it turned went into full steam board. mode, and it never came off. Mark, Coach. Let, let's just say that conversation had set at halftime had something to do about not being a mama's boy. No, that. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, understanding that there are special referees that are here for this event in the playoffs, they're coming out of the North State of the uh, for tonight's Southeast Guilford versus Clayton game. Uh, we want to acknowledge those officials as well, including the referee tonight, Mickey Holloman. Umpire is Steve Pope. Headline judge is Shannon Godfrey. Line judge is Curtis Reed. The back judge is Stan Stanford. And our clock operator is two people to the right of us, but we just don't know his name. Don Venable and Alton Duffy are the clock people. And there you go. One runs the play <laughs> clock, I believe, and the other one runs the game clock. And so. by the way, as we get ready for less than 15 minutes of the game, you got the public address announcer. Yes. By the way, I like your cough box over there. That's our new investment that we're going to be working on very, very <laughs> soon. You know, I do a lot of stuff with Mav TV and Fox Sports and Speed 51, and that's the equipment we use. So that's the next things that we want to work on. The only thing is it takes so much room when you set up everything. Robin is doing a phenomenal job. She's beside to Bruce's left. She's got the video boards here, Bruce Barrett. Unbelievable. Not this only stadium. You, yeah, they got the video boards. It's like being at a college atmosphere it, it, game tonight. I was looking at this field when I first got here, and I looked at everything they had, the video. Yes. I mean, look at their sponsors. They got national sponsorships here that have uh, jumped on board here, and I'm not going to say they're the name of the company, but their initials it. are McDonald's. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. <laughs> But they have McDonald's on board. and, and uh, They have motorcycles. Are they going to be part yeah. of pregame? Are we going to have motorcycles going around the racetrack and all that? Oh, I'm about to break nice. into a race announcer hey, a couple of days early. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually a day early. we got anyway. Caraway Speedway Good. tomorrow. I'll be yeah. with uh, NASCAR at uh, Richmond, Virginia on Sunday for their event. And we're looking at the teams coming off. The Clayton has left the sidelines. They're going to their field and, uh, and settling in, getting into that mindset. Uh-huh. 
The same thing can be said about Southeast Guilford. Mark, what what is it about just playing football and, and, and you know, t- the tradition that continues? Obviously, you're a lot older than I am, but you played at Clayton. I played at Clayton. And now we have these young stars, your sons, your two sons playing here at Clayton. And the tradition continues for the community. It does. It's about to see the class, the character of the program that has has been the, the backbone of the program for years, starting with – Glenn Nixon, Gary Fowler, and now up through Shane Handy. Discipline, respect for one another and, and other teams, you know, going out, playing hard, and good sportsmanship. Very, very soon for opening ceremonies. Kim Winslow, what's that mindset now as it is about to be all quiet on the field? We're getting ready for opening ceremonies here in just a few, and this is going to be an awesome game here tonight. And you've got to win to go to the next round of the state championship. You know, Clayton's playoffs actually started last week. We had to win to even have a chance to get into the playoffs. So now we're officially in the playoffs. Um, The benefit is if you win tonight, you know you play next week. So I'm I'm looking forward. I think it's going to be an exciting game. The weather's perfect. Like, this is just perfect football atmosphere tonight. It certainly is. And, by the way, Kim, we want you to keep your mic on during opening ceremonies, if you don't mind uh, having – some type of an issue on our crowd, Mike, but it's okay. No big deal. It's, it's not louder than what it normally is. But uh, we've literally pegged out and maxed out all of our uh, all of our <laughs> positions on the board. So um, I've been here since 3 o'clock this afternoon. And, uh, Bruce, we are set up. We're ready to go. This is something special for not only the high school for Clayton, but also the Community Radio Network. We want to put out a stellar broadcast production. Absolutely. And uh, and I'm sorry, but this, this is going to be a lot of fun tonight. And just stay with us, folks. We're going to. There's going to be some hitting going on here tonight because this is real now. We will I mean, it's real bullets now. I mean, this is the way it's going to be. We will definitely do our best to uh, call the play-by-play, blow-by-blow. By the way, thank you to, uh, to Sean Newton and Robin and John and all the oh, people yes. here. Such great hospitality. I mean, as soon as, you know, yeah. literally to get a text – like, you know, we talked earlier in the day, and Sean texted me around 2.45, and he said, hey, are you still going to be here at 3 or 3.30? And I was like, I think I'm going to be here earlier than 3.30. You know, uh, traffic was actually pretty good. Yeah. So I uh, got here at 3 o'clock, and, and they opened the doors, and we set up everything. And I'm, Kim, you'll be proud of me. I tested all your mics for you before you showed up. So I actually walked the sidelines back and forth and actually did a whole lap around the track. So. How am I, I going to get my steps in if you do that for me? <laughs> I set a new track record. <laughs> Uh, no, no, but she did. She's doing a great job, and it's been a fun time. And, uh, man, literally Southeast Guilford players are just sitting on their side of the end zone just taking a knee and resting. And uh, Bruce just taking it all in. Mark, uh, back to you, bud. You know, we are going to see, and, and you're a big fella. Uh, and we Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. 
Americans. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Talked about it. You're, you, you, you got some big boys there. They've had their meat and potatoes, as we say in the South. And uh, this is going to be probably a very offensive defensive tackling line game. Well, it is. The, the, the game's going to be won and lost there on the line of scrimmage. And, you know, the, being big is one thing. Being big, athletic, and being able to move is something else. Uh, so, you know, I, I've seen small players dominate the line. I've seen big players dominate the line. Both teams you know who that to, is? Both teams are going to have to come out and be physical. They're going to have to use their legs. They're going to have to play smart. And, again, it's cliche, but it will be won and lost on the line of scrimmage. Twelve minutes away to kickoff. Kim, back down to you. And the word that I want to use right now is redemption. You were here a couple of years ago, 13-6, to and was a very defensive game. But Clayton has a lot of similarities back then. But there's also a lot of differences to take on this team tonight. Absolutely. That game, first, it was extremely cold. Cold, wet, um, so it was a miserable atmosphere to be in. And then the game was, as a fan, it was really frustrating. Um, You know, there were people that questioned some of the decisions, et cetera. We felt like the uh, team did not take advantage of the opportunities that were given to them. So it was it was just disappointing to know that it was 13 to six and we, we really could have and should have won that game. And, and unfortunately the season ended and that was the night uh, that the new era started where, you know, a search for a new head coach and, and bringing in coach handy and his staff. So it's a, a new year, new beginnings. Um, so we're looking for a different outcome tonight. It certainly is. And it's a beautiful atmosphere, beautiful night ahead for football for sure. It's again, Uh, Kim was here. She was a part of what happened, how things went, how things developed, and where it is now for tonight as we are mere less than 10 minutes away, 10 minutes away for this game to get underway on the CRN Community Radio Network. Bruce Barrett, Mark Coates, Wesley Outland, Kim Winslow doing a great job down on the field. And the missus, Mark, i got to say thank you so much to the wife for helping me because when she stepped up to help spot the games, it took our broadcast to another level because we could not do it without the help of her giving us the right calls, the right blow-by-blows. Look, I'm four-eyed. I wear glasses already. You wear glasses. Bruce wears glasses. It's very tough to look through binoculars when you're already wearing glasses. And we don't have like a professional college uh, NFL radio network person giving you spots and poking at things like Eli Gold. So to have Amy help us, that's a big thank you. It is. It is. She, she's, she's been around the game uh, a very long time. She, a lot of folks don't realize this, but when her and I were both at East Carolina, she worked with the football program. And she was, she was, the, she was the one that helped keep, uh, keep the uh, players of East Carolina eligible back in the day. So, uh, yeah, she, she understands the game. She loves the game. She loves having her boys out here on the field. Uh, and being able to watch and being able to help. Surely going to be a good one. Bruce, uh, you played you play, you play sports. I played yes. sports. Mark played sports. What's that mindset now as we're literally less than 10 minutes away to count down? The fans are nestled in orange, black on home, white, black, and white on the away side. And you know that you got to do what you got to do all season long. All those three a days in the summer or in the heat or the Zoom calls or the weight benches, the weight room, <laughs> the running, the training on the field, it all comes to tonight of what you've learned. That's exactly right. And, you know, they've done all the preparation. Now it's time to focus on what you have, your responsibilities. You need to focus on the plan. 
uh, that is in place. So it's we are uh, getting the countdown now, eight minutes and 35 seconds. But those guys are right now, they're over there on the track, and they're going over the things that they've talked about. And they are prepared. They're ready. It's just now time to get this thing going. It definitely is. As again, uh, we have already introduced uh, the referees. They are from the North State for the North Carolina High School Athletic Association. Everybody getting into place, getting in ready. Kim, I need you somewhere in place uh, where we can have you down for opening ceremonies. They're getting ready for that here in just a few moments. We'll give you the cue. Uh, The crowd mics are working, but they're not as loud as they normally are. So I don't understand what's going on. I'm wondering if a a cable might be loose or something. There's a lot of cables. There's a lot of wires. There's a lot of things here, Bruce, but we're going to get it done. So... Look at the video board, man. It looks I'm like you're getting ready it. for a, a, a an NFL or something, NFL you know? game like the Panthers, you know, like seriously. I mean, so. they really got it going <laughs> yes. on here. They really do. Well, can, can I just say Atlanta Falcons? It's a Falcons, it's a Falcons team. I hope we're not playing the Atlanta Falcons. Tonight. Uh, <laughs> that would be interesting. No, yeah. But so. um, the it, it's just a really uh, a a very a nice stadium. That grass is absolutely beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful. Uh, they got it all marked up. Marks on the left and the right. Yeah, it, uh, yes. The uh, even with the hash marks, they got the little three inch spaces in between the sidelines where those hash marks don't touch the side. It just makes it so much easier to call when you got a um, an attention to detail to their facility. I'm impressed with the play clock. We talked about that. Uh, they've got the play clock. they got two people operating that. they got one on the scoreboard, and then they have one that's actually doing the play card. The official just came up here, the umpire. Oh, yeah. Talking, or I'm sorry, the back judge, talking to. Uh, Stan Stanford, giving, talking to the clock operators. To the clock operators. Yep. They want to make yep. sure they got all that uh, handled and everything. Uh, this is an absolute beautiful facility. No question about it. Literally moments away from opening ceremonies on a beautiful spring Friday night for football. 66 degrees in the Piedmont area of the triad of Greensboro, North Carolina. I'm Wesley Outland. We have Bruce Barrett. We have Mark Coates, Kim Winslow on the sideline. And in just a few moments, we will be ready to go with opening ceremonies here. Okay. Well, when you do the national anthem and all that, just let me know. So we'll have that ready to go. Kim, we have uh, we we're, we're conversing back here. with the PA announcer and everything. You got a band here. You're happy. How you got about a band the, here. Yeah, man, you kidding? Got a band here. I'm going to tell you something about, and this is my opinion on this. But I think the band, whether you're playing on the road, yeah, or if you're playing at home, a band can win a game for you. Think about it. You got a third down play, and the other team's got the ball, and that band is making that playing that fight song and everything and that defense and all of a sudden there's a signal missed or something on offense Mm -hmm. well who is that credited to that band so i i wished when i was going up when i was in high school of course that's a long time ago we're not going to do the geritol commercial right now the geritol commercial (laughs) but every time we took the field the band that nathan bedford forest high school marching band was right there and we went all the way down to Vera Beach one time in Florida right. from Jacksonville and guess who was right behind the football team that band so I would love to see that that needs to come back because that just adds excitement to the game to me 
and I would love to see it happen. Number six, uh, Zion Fleming, yeah. the QB. Number 25, yeah. Jalen Fairley. Uh -oh. And uh, number 42, Alex McCallop are the captains for the Southeast Guilford Falcons. And they are getting ready to be introduced to the referees. And they will meet at, mid they will meet at midfield with the Comets captains as they will get ready to come into place as well. And I'll tell you, Wesley, we're our position. We are right on the 50-yard line we at the highest perfect point. perfect position. Uh, one of the highest positions on the – I mean, we have got great seats, folks, to call this game tonight. Is, as I said the other day, when I got done calling the JV morning game at 11 o'clock in the morning, I never thought yes. that would ever happen. And an awesome time working with Blake Robertson, Meredith Robertson, just some of our other people on our crew, that whenever – we literally finished that game. I said it's been a privilege and an honor for four seasons being the, the with Clayton, being an alumni of Clayton, being a part of what they've done, and we will keep our fingers crossed. We'll have prayers. We'll, you know, say our prayers and eat our vitamins. We'll at least look for four-leaf clovers instead of three-leaf <laughs> clovers. Whatever superstition or whatever type of um, scenario you want to think of to try to make it to the postseason, we will do. We thought we'd have to wait until Sunday morning. Um Mark, and we found out quickly Saturday afternoon that we were in. Yeah. We the the Navy Junior ROTC has now taken the field with the uh, nation's colors and the uh, North Carolina State flag. The uh, commanding officer of the Navy Junior ROTC is Chief Warrant Officer Keith Patton, uh, United States Navy retired, and the XO is First Sergeant Hilliard, retired United States Marine Corps. Here come the captains, now walking at midfield for Clayton as well. Number 22, Eli Price. Of course, number one, Isaiah Menanga, number 77. And that is for the Clayton Comets of Coy Turnage and Brandon Hicks, number 78. We will pause for a moment and get ready for opening ceremonies here as we await the game to go for the playoffs. The opening round on CRN, the Community Radio Network. Kim, if you can, cut your mic on down on the field. Captains having their coin toss. We will await here in a few moments the public address announcer to get everybody in place for opening ceremonies as we're less than 90 seconds away from pregame and the one-hour pregame show and ready to go here for this matchup in the playoffs.
This episode of is an exclusive production solely for the private, non-commercial use of our listening audience. Any publication, reproduction, transmission of the accounts without the express written consent or permission is restricted and prohibited. To hear this replay or other previous podcasts, download on iHeartRadio, iTunes Radio, and TuneIn. As always, this show is for you. Thank you for listening. Some energy drinks want to scare you. Some even want to bully you around. And the others, they're just blowing smoke. Packed with vitamins B3, B5, B6, and B12, the new HiQ energy drink comes available in four exciting flavors. Skyberry Fusion. Apple. Coconut Fruit Punch and Lemline. Natural caffeine, no preservatives, no crash, no bull. High Q Energy Drink. Wings are for birds. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durban Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. We are CRN Sports, proud to be the voice of the Clayton Comets. Check us out at wearecrn.com. Ready to go for this awesome event. Even the motorcycle gang out of the triad area have even come in to take in the festivities. Comets, Falcons, Southeast Guilford, Clayton, the playoffs after 10 seconds of network ID on the Community Radio Network. It is next. You're listening to the voice of Community Athletics, the CRN Sports Network. Follow us online at wearecrn.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CRN Sports. Now back to our broadcast coverage. Ready for the moment we've all been waiting for, the playoffs. Welcome back to the Community Radio Network. And we are set for Clayton, Southeast Guilford, Comets, Falcons. And it looks like Southeast Guilford is about to I'm going to hand the phone over to him. That's correct. They, uh, they won the toss. They deferred to the second half. So Clayton will, re- uh, will receive the kick kickoff to get things started here uh, at Falcon Stadium. All right, 
And I'm already getting to the point where I'm just going to call this place the Falcon's Nest. What do you think? The Falcon's Nest. The playoffs are underway. We are prepared. And it is go time. Welcome to playoff football. Come on, baby. Already a run up the field to around around the 27, 28-yard line. And here comes the Comets offense for the first time, ready to go. That was number 13, Everett Boyd, on that kickoff return. And he had a... We're going to call it a 26, uh, I'm sorry, correction, a uh, 24-yard return on the kickoff. It'll be first and 10 for Clayton. All right, we'll see what goes on here now. Clayton is ready. First and 10, ball on the 26-yard line. The 40-second clock also in effect. Motion, movement, carry. The QB for the Comets is Noah Anderson. But Kate Sakowski is the man on the snaps, and he'll pick up at least four, Mark Coates. Yes, the QB is Kate Slikowski. you got Anderson. You have got a great list of not only Bruce quarterbacks, running backs, tight ends, wide receivers, the trips. They don't yep. sometimes get thrown the ball a lot. They also got to do defense on the offensive side of things. But we've got a great package here. Second and six, ball on the 31. Here comes the Comets. We've already got motion from left to right. And the snap, getting ready. Sikowski, he'll send it up the middle. That's going to be our buddy, Deshaun Hinton. He's going to go right through the pack of orange and black. That's the home colors of the Falcons. And they'll at least pick up maybe two yards. Yeah, it looks like they're going to spot the ball right there at about the 34-yard line, the Clayton 34-yard line. So it's going to be third down, and we're going to call it four. So a third and four coming up. Here comes now Sikowski. He'll run on his own. He's very well known to do a lot of QB sneaks, and he'll do that. He's going to... Get maybe a yard, and that's going to be it. It's going to be fourth down, and Clayton will probably be punting here. So it was 32, Camber Alcorn, and 45, Max Steele on the defense for the Falcons. Quickly, Southeast Guilford calls in a three and out, and it looks like Clayton's going to punt the ball away here. Ready to get this thing started here. Beautiful sun on a Friday night. Ready for Friday night playoff football. One goes on. One goes on to the next round. Here we go. Clayton setting up for a big three punt, which means they have three blockers in the backfield in front of the punter. Wyatt Williams ready to send it. Snap. Kick it the way, there. Nice set up there. It's going to take Number 44 bounce. with the kick, and that was Mason Rambo. And it looks like 32 will be the one to down it. Darian Campbell, number 32, is going to down the ball on the 41-yard line. That's right. It's going to be a 24-yard punt. So, Southeast Guilford will set up shop there on their own 41-yard line. Good starting field position for Southeast Guilford. So, an opening snap, and Mark Clayton not able to do anything offensively here in the opening drive. Well, the first, typically the first one or two, one or two series, the teams are kind of feeling one and out where they're at, what they can run, so forth. So, let's just see. Southeast Guilford ready to go. First and 10, ball on the 41. Send up the oh, middle. Oh, good job. Jalen Green, Green, number 79, just made penetration to make that play in the backfield. 79, Jalen Green, number yes. 22, Eli Price all there, sandwiches and him up. It's going to be a loss of about two. two. So it's going to bring up a second down and 12. Donovan Spellman also helping out for that Comet tackle, making it a trio, bringing down the offensive move there for Southeast Guilford. Pushing back now, but a loss of two, second and 12. Ball now on the 39. 
Southeast Guilford have got uh, twin receivers to the far side, one to the near side, shotgun, single set. Motion, move it. Movement from right to left now. Setting it up. Send it up the middle. Pressure. And the QB will run with it on his own. McElroy. Positive yardage there out to the uh, southeast Guilford 45-yard line. It's going to bring up a third down. Yeah, Zion Fleming there, and it opened the door. Well, that was that was what we call an RPO. They they snapped the ball to the shot to the quarterback in the shotgun formation. He faked the handoff. He could have handed the ball off, but he pulled it and he took off running with it. Got something started here. Is right now we have now a third and six ball on the trips 45. to the near side. Three trips now to the right side of the field. Is motion and movement now. As here comes the QB Zion Fleming, ready. Barks out the signals, ready for snap. Sends it up the middle, Hand and off. then open up the middle. There first you down. go, look for first down, number two. Fumble! And he lost the but ball. recovered. It's recovered lost by Southeast Guilford. Jalen Farley fumbled it, but they got it right back, and he it will was, be a first down. He was hammered, but they, they did recover the ball for a first down. And it's going to spot the ball inside Clayton territory now at the Clayton 47, first and 10 for the Falcons. Quick snap from the QB, Fleming to Farley. He got a run. He fumbled the rock, but he still gets it a first and 10 now. They move into the Comets territory, ball on the 47. It's just a good hustle play by the trailer. Always follow the ball. You never know what's going to happen. He did his job, got the ball back. Ready to go. And send it up the middle to Farley again. And oh, he got powered, but got they couldn't go up, and boys. stop him up. You got the Number 54 trying to throw for a takedown again. Jaden Moore at least got him to start to trip up a little bit. But, man, that was some power by Farley J- there, Mark J- Coates. Jaden Moore made, made penetration into the backfield, but that's just a, a sign of the athleticism of the running back to break free from that. Our defense, you can't go out there and just hit these guys with shoulder pads. Got to wrap them up. You got to wrap them up, boys. Got to wrap them up for sure. A gain of one on the play. It's going to bring up a second down and nine. Second and nine. Ball on the 48. Clayton, there we go. Ball on the 46-yard line now. Here we go. Motion, movement, QB, Zion Mm. Fleming. Ready. Farley to the left of him. And you got trips uh, two to the left, one to the right, and a throw, and it's a fake, and he's going to run it again. It's Farley. He'll send it up the middle. Positive Number 44, game. Mason Rambo with the initial hit, the middle linebacker, junior for the Comets, and also Eli Price to help down bring him. And it was tackled down at the 42-yard line, so it's going to bring up a third down. And we're going to say it's going to be about two uh Well. Look it's going to be, it's gonna be about third and about four, four five. Yeah. So they're going to say third and nine. Uh, that, they're going to uh, update that here It's not third and nine, no. Third and five. Yeah, third and five coming up. Third and five. About midfield here. Shotgun double set. Shotgun double set through the middle. Here quarterback comes now keeper. a quarterback. QB will run with it. Be short. That's going to be close if they mark him where his knee went down. And that's short. number five of Christian Brown who sent it up the middle after the QB sneak they from Fleming. They gave him a first. They did give and him a first down. they're going to call it first down. Set, that was the seventh play of the drive. Remember, this drive started at the uh, 41-yard line of southeast uh, yes. Guilford after a three and out by Clayton. George Lahr coming in, number 20 for the Falcons. He'll go down to the left side. Here we go with a snap and a first and 10 ball on the 37. 17 yards to the red zone for the Comets of the playoffs first quarter. And a fake Fleming goes right there to Lahr, and it's an open man. He'll at least pick up about five or so. And then the Comets defense of a sea of white and blue push him back almost to the goal line, but they're going to call it where he made the run. 
22-44-1 on the stops. That's Eli Price. That makes it Rambo and Isaiah Menanga. And it's going to be just across the Clayton 33-yard line now, so it's going to bring up a, uh, we'll call it second down and uh, five maybe. They're going to call second and second five, five because he picked up about half the distance mark like we called here a moment ago. Mm-hmm. Second and six here. Ball now in the 33. The snap. QB. He's going to throw action. it. He'll send it. Almost got him there and a stop. Yeah. That was just a little slant inside receiver. Number five. Grant Christian Stevens. Brown. Grant Stevens, two for two throwing now. Went out to the flat on one pass and now did a little slant after a play action pass. Mm-hmm. And uh, really well thrown football. Good yardage first down. A nice for stop. Southeast Guilford. Yes, it was. Good QB sneak there as uh, Fleming gave it to Stevens, as you said, and Stevens found immediately. Our boy there, and look at that. First now, first and 10. They're one yard away from the red zone. Southeast Guilford ready on the offense. And there's the send-off. It's going to run up the middle. Nice play by the defense, interior defense there. Eli Price and Rambo, 22 and 44 on the takedown, Mark Coach. Gain of about two on that play. So takedown here coming up on a second and eight. And that's what Southeast Guilford will do. You know, they're going to do that four yards in the cloud of dust, mm-hmm. and then they're going to mix a pass in there from time to time with play action. Mm-hmm. And right now they're, uh, they're, they're matriculating the ball right down the field. Nice move up the field. Coming up with a second and eight ball on the 19. They have broken into the red zone for the first time tonight. We have 418 with the sun glaring here in the triad area over Falcon Stadium. 418 left to go in the first quarter. Playoff football. Southeast Guilford with a run up the middle. Here he goes, and they got to run into a sea of white. And he tries all he can to keep on going on his feet. Mason Rambo, Keith Cox on the tackle. Rambo's already got, what, two tackles on the night already. Amari Bryant bringing him down as well as uh, number four, Tyson Riggins and Isaiah Menanga all around there. So we're looking now at a third down and five, and the ball's being placed at the 16-yard line of Clayton. Well, Mark, we thought at one time Clayton was playing good defense when they were on the other side of the field. We thought they were going to have to punt it away like Clayton did on the opening drive. But, man, Southeast Guilford relentless now in their red zone here now in the 16. The motion movement, here he goes. He stopped. Right to Ooh, him, boy, stopped. Was he in stopped. his track. It was number 54, Jaded Moore, the initial hit, bringing down our buddy here. And this is going to bring up at least uh, – Fourth and three. A fourth and three. So, do so, you go for a field goal? Do you, I think you kick here. Well, if you it's it, early. Well, that's that's you have to tr- you have to trust your kicker. If you got a field goal kicker here, let's see. Yep, um, they're out there. They're getting ready to set up number forty-three. That's going to be Adrian Bond. You're yeah. looking at about a thirty-one yard attempts. What it looks like, 31, 32 maybe. Aiden Bond, the sophomore, five-seven, one forty-nine for Falcons, trying to get on the board. The kick is up, and it is good. Good. So a drive from one side of the field to the other. Clayton defense keeps them from putting six on the board, but they are able to go for the field goal, and it is a 3-0 in the opening first quarter of play. In the playoffs, Falcons three, Comets zero, and Bruce, you've got our scoring drive for the Falcons. Yeah, it was a uh, seven-minute and 11-second drive, 13 plays, and it ended with a field goal by Southeast uh, Guilford and our score is three to nothing with 2:45 left to go in the first quarter. All right, thank you for that update there. And again, uh, awesome work 
Kim Winslow, your thoughts of the first opening nine, ten minutes of football here. Clayton at least stopped him defensively to at least a field goal. Yeah, Southeast Guilford strikes first, uh, but luckily the defense held them to a field goal. I was a little bit surprised. I wouldn't have it wouldn't have surprised me if they had gone um, for it on fourth down because I think they've only attempted two uh, field goals this year. I think he was one for two. So a little bit surprised by that. I do want to say too, for people that are tuning in and, and can't see the game, I don't know that they can appreciate just how big this quarterback is. When he get when he's in the huddle, you don't know if he's a quarterback or a lineman. He's, yeah, he's a six foot, two hundred and forty nine. That's a big quarterback. That's going to be that's going to be a touchback. Six foot, two hundred and fifty pounds for the QB of of course uh, Zion Fleming. He is no spring chicken, and a touchback on the Comets as they're getting ready to bring the ball back to the twenty yard line. And uh, Mark will try it again here on offense. That is a defensive weapon when you've got a field goal. I mean, a kicker that can kick the ball into the end zone. And I mean, he really whacked it good. You know, you don't give the offense good field position. They started at the twenty-yard line, but um, that's a well. Uh, uh, that's a really good deal when you got a kicker that can do that. All right, Mark. We'll try this again here. Here we go. Nice little incomplete pass. He tried to make a move. Yeah, I was first about to flag. say first flag of the evening about to be thrown. That was a little. That was an inside inside slot receiver. It's, it kind of reminds me of like an old pop pass, like we used to throw back in the day, because he threw it. Basically in front of the linebacker. We'll wait for the referee to make the call here. And it's going to be against Clayton. They're going to call throw the penalty, a penalty against Clayton instead of Southeast Guilford here. Let's see what they call. Waiting for the referees Looking to. For the, and at least we see the preliminary indications now. Usually we see the back Fine. of the referee. But uh, we've got it's ineligible downfield. And as ineligible receiver downfield, penalty is declined. So they're going to go back and do it again. A second and ten coming up. And how about this? The referee is mic'd up. Just heard the referee call the play out. Wow. Cool deal. All right. Second and ten. Ball on the 20. Motion movement. Sikowski. He'll send it. And I think they lost. I think they might have lost the football. I think they got back on it. Clayton will keep it. It's going Boy, to be man, ball. Deshaun Hinton, I think he almost lost the football, Mark, but he'll save it. And They're going to give him a game, about two game yards. of about two yards yeah, on that. Yeah, a sea of orange all around him there as well, bringing him down. It was number 30 on the initial tackle of Wesley Graham from one Wesley to another. Wesley Graham, the tight end outside linebacker senior. And from there on, a sea of orange and black from the Falcons coming in, bringing down Hinton. Here we go, Sakowski, not afraid to run on his own, and that's what he'll do. He'll take Not it, run it there. to the sidelines there, and at least maybe a yard. If that, he might have lost a couple more. He may have. And they're going to set up a uh, third down here, third and eight, or fourth and fourth eight. And no, eight. it's, it's fourth, fourth down. down. Fourth, fourth down. So, man, oh, man, come on, Clayton, offensively, got to get something he started lost about here. Four, he lost about four yards on that. So He certainly did. Yep. Fourth and eight, ball on the 15. And, and you know they're going to have away. to kick it to Wyatt Williams here, and Wyatt's going to use that foot from soccer to the football field. And actually it's going to be Rambo coming out. Mason Rambo will be the one that's going to use that big foot, the Green Beret, as Bruce Barrett calls him, number 44, ready to send it. And we got a whistle and a stop Time out. Time, Time out. out. Clayton. Clayton has called a timeout. Clayton so far has had the ball twice. They've run three plays and have only had 
the ball for two minutes and 50 seconds even right now, and they're getting ready to punt it away. All right, so a stoppage of play here. Well, Kim, down to the field to you on the sidelines. What's the atmosphere like right now? Still a lot of football left to play, but it's still 3-0. to zero. Yeah, absolutely. You know, as soon as they come off the field, the offensive line just immediately goes over to that video feed, uh, looking at where they can improve, how they can open up those holes. You know, and and we talked about Mason Rambo stepping in here. Uh, He stepped in last week as the punter. And so, you know, he's he's not uh, a veteran punter by any stretch, but he did a good job last week, and we really need that leg to uh, flip field position. We certainly do. He's done a great job against West Johnston last Thursday night. And now he sends a big foot to about midfield. It's going to come to a drop at midfield. Number 12 opened up the door, and that is Jordan Farmer. And what gets me, Mark, is I thought he called the fair I thought he called fair catch, Whoa, but they're going to say he ran with it, number 15. So 15 and 72 for the Comets, bringing him down of Jaquan McKee-Brinkley, as well as number 72 of Zach Killenbeck, or Klingenbeck, but a good drive there for number ten, 12. 10-yard ten return there on the kick. Yeah, for Farmer. After a 23-yard uh, punt. So a first and 10 ball. Coming up here for the Southeast Guilford Falcons. We have about 149 left to go in the first quarter of play. Playoff football. It is only 3-0, to zero, but a good opportunity for the Falcons to get in the drive again. And they got to stop them and bunch them up big time as there goes a run up the field. Got to bring him down. Three of the Comet defenders. Keith Cox, the first man to bring the hit. There's a fumble out of bounds, but it doesn't matter. As number two, Cameron Williams had a big drive up the field, Mark Coates. He did. He did. Looks like he's going to lo- actually. I thought he lost some yards. Yeah, it looks like he got back to the line of scrimmage. Yes, he did. Yeah. yeah. And Keith Cox, the one that threw the initial hit there, number six for the Comets. Yes. Nice pursuit by the defense there. The old shadow drill, if you will. Thank you to Amy Coates, our spotter on the broadcast coverage. She's giving me the play-by-play, blow-by-blow of what's going on on the field here. As we have now under 139 left to go. Ten seconds off the clock after that run by Williams. A snap right up the and middle off. again. They're going to go right up the middle, bring him down. Somewhere is the man with the rock, and then he'll go down. Mason Rambo was there. So was Tyson Riggins, Donovan Spellman. Uh, Bruce, a whole host of Comets White bringing him down. Gain of about five yards on and that And five play. yards on the run there. Remember, this drive started at the Clayton 36 after a three and out and a punt and a return of 10 yards. A sea of orange and black, the home colors for the Falcons. They're wearing the black on orange, white numbers on the jerseys. With the Falcons logo on the orange helmet for the home squad. Clayton is away. They're white on white with blue numbers. Quarterback's Clayton got Collins the ball. And the white helmet. Oh, good. Be stuck. QB running up the field with it as Zion Fleming. Gain of one. He's going to come down. He's going to come down at the 30-yard line where it'll be fourth down. And fourth Marcus down, Ron, down. It's Rontavian Hunter bringing him down to the defensive end tight end, number 18 for the Comets. And, and now, for the first time, a fourth and five. Under 40 seconds left to go here for the Falcons. I'm sure they're going to go for it here. I, I mean, would. yeah, if they've got a kicker that will kick a 40. Okay, for another field goal, you think? Yeah, 46 no, yard field goal. Send his name to the nearest college. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So let's see here. Right let's now. See if Bond can do it. What do you think? Well, well right now they're playing the clock. <laughs> Looks like they're probably going to call a timeout. I here. think so. They are. Yes, it is. And there's a clock stop with 13.4. 
And you have a uh, timeout time out. called as well. That'll be their first timeout of the game. Yeah, Both gonna, teams have two timeouts remaining. They're going to talk. They're going to talk this over right now. If I'm the coach for Southeast Guilford, I run a play. I take my chances here. Our defense, their, their defense has uh, stood strong. You know, so if they don't make it, you know, you're no worse for wear. Right. You know, if you have a bad snap or something other, you get a pump block. You know, you put Clayton in better field position. So, you know, it, he can't really go wrong here if he goes for it. So, if I'm him, I, I run a play here. You're kind of also in no man's land here you also. Are. You yeah. know, you don't. I was going to say that. You, 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 you got to. I think you run an offensive play because if you've got. Now, I will say this. If you've got the kicker that can kick it that long, then, yeah, get him out there. But this is that would be. An, and it's also on the near hash marks. So the, the angle is, would also be a problem. Yeah. So, I would run a play here. We're, we're looking at fourth and about three. Uh, is what is what we're looking at here? Fourth and three, ball on the twenty-nine yard line. I look for I look for maybe a pass or a, a inside handoff here. On a fourth and three, gonna send it up the middle. And he he lost it. the ball. He no good. It. He dropped it. No good. It's comments for coverage. It's, it's not going to matter. Fourth down play. They turned the ball over. So and a good job by the Green Beret for Rambo Mason Rambo, the middle linebacker, six-two-two-fifteen junior. Bruce Barrett, he made the stop there. The, Absolutely. The receiver there was ready to run with the ball before he ever got the ball in his hands. So um, that was that was more of a wide receiver screen. So if he catches that, he's got two blockers in front of him. So it, you, you flip-flop now and you go to a first and ten ball on the 29, but, Bruce, they got a long way to get up the field, though. Yes, well, they do. But they just need to be methodical now and put some plays together. we got Here to we start go. executing as well. Pistol formation. Pistol formation, Comets, said now Anderson is in for the Comets. And they got a run up the middle there before 45 brought him down for the Falcons of Max Steele. Gain of about five on first down. Yes. And number that's 24 be the end of the Deshaun, first quarter. Number 24, Deshaun Hinton, the one with the carry up the field before Steele brought him down. And that will be the first quarter of play. A very fast quarter. Just. Uh, Less than 25 minutes from the kickoff. Cam, down to the sideline to you. Your thoughts. It's 3-0 to zero at the end of one. The defense has done their job. You know, they've done a great job all year. But this is a critical series for the defense. They need to move the ball and give that defense some rest. They've spent a lot of that first quarter on the, on the field. So Clayton needs to get some first downs, um, chew up some clock, and put some points on the board. And I will say this. At least, uh, at least try to get a field goal, right, Cam? At least tie it up. At least a field goal. Yes. Bruce, what do you think? Southeast Rom had that ball for nine minutes, uh, nine minutes and 12 seconds of the uh, first quarter. So um, Clayton really needs to put an offensive drive together here. All right. Mark, you think the same way? Good, good job on the defense, but we got to let the offense do something to score. Uh, the offense got to start executing. Um, yeah. So that's that's kind of that's kind of where we're at right now. We can move, we can move, we can score. We just got to start executing right now. And I think it's suffice to say that we can hang with them as well. Yes. yes. Secondly, here we go. Second and six. Ball on the thirty-four. They go from left to right, right, right to left. Open man. It's going to be for the Comets. Number, number two, two Jayden. for the Comets of Jaden Ferriton. Yes. He'll get to the sidelines and make a first down for Clayton. A, that's the first first down of the game for Clayton. Noah Anderson is now your quarterback in there now, number 10. You change things up. Normally Clayton is a running team, but they're not afraid to throw the ball in the air sometimes, Bruce. No. They did a good job there, got a first down, and now they've got the ball 
at the Clayton 46-yard line. Yes. This is the big, this is the uh, the best field position they've had all game so far. Nice opportunity as Anderson will send it up. Oh, the yeah. They shoved off, and he's running. It's a, come on, Dave. They run the ball, baby. Oh, face mask. Flag, and that could there be a face a mask. Flag. There's a flag, and there could be a face mask call either on 21, or excuse me, number two or number 12. Cameron Williams, Jordan Farmer, somebody might have put a face mask on the man for the run by Hinton. We'll find out the call from the referees on the field here in a moment. Personal foul, face, and a face mask. mask is That's going to be 15 Add more. 15 yards to the end of that run. So that was a 24-yard run there. Now make it 36. For first down and then the penalty. And That's now. Right. That's right. Ball's on the 15-yard line where it'll be first down. And well, for the I, first I apologize. time tonight, the Comets are in the red zone. I apologize for speaking over the referee, but if you listen, the referee is mic'd up. The referee up. is not mic'd up. It's the PA announcer over there. Second and six. And it's now a first he is and mic'd ten. Up. Is he the is referee mic'd yes. up? Oh, cool. Well, we can't hear it. Number 10, so though, if we can't hear it, we don't ball. know it. Mm. Loss of about four on that. Anderson with a run up the field. We cannot hear what the referees are saying, so I don't know why there's any stoppage of, of letting them talk. So. They actually only marked him at a two-yard loss. I thought he lost more than that, but it's second and 12. They moved the ball back from the 15 to the 17. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Another run. They're in the red zone for the Comets. The first time tonight for Clayton. They got to break into the end zone here. If they get a field goal, they'll tie. A touchdown will give them the lead by three. Well, this is where they have to take advantage of this. You've got some momentum. You're driving down the field. Hand off to Deshaun up the middle. There he he goes. To at least the eight-yard line. Well, that's a gain. Let's see. That's two, five, seven. That's a gain of at least eight or nine yards right there. So it should be third and about three. Remember, this drive started on the Clayton 29-yard line. Yes, it did. After a defensive stop on fourth down. This is something that we're figuring out there as well. So here we go. Now, Bruce, in my opinion, this is a key play. You're third down. We've got a field goal kicker who can kick the ball and at least tie it up. But in the playoffs, you've got to score touchdowns. A third and three as they are in the red zone at the eight-yard line. Clayton's trying to spread it up. Motion, Anderson in. Sakowski started, but Anderson is there. Okay. He turns it up. Clayton will turn it up the oh, middle. Oh, that's going to be close. First down, first Clayton. First down, Clayton. First and goal for the Comets as well. To Clayton on a first and goal, Bruce they're Barrett, right and the they are ready on the sip of the cup of putting in six. They're, they're on the three-yard line. This is a well, well executed drive by Clayton right now. Yes, it is. A first and goal for the first time tonight. 
right, 9.55 remaining in the first half of play this in the is, second quarter. This is what we talked about. This is where you've got to get into – this is where your 6 4 285 guys have got to come to play. Anderson ready. Sends it to Hinton. He's going to go up the middle. He's got a run. He is Ooh, there. I think he's, he's short. Be short. Ooh, he close. might be short. They're shoving it. Literally almost knocked the referee down. Oh, yeah, now number 11 there, and that is uh, Carson Burnett kind of – Hit one of the Clayton players after the play was over, but it was the the referee was looking at spotting the ball, so he did. They're going that is down. back to him. Wow. It's going to be close. It's going to be like second and inches, if anything, gentlemen. It's going to be literally the, very close. The tip of the ball is almost touching the goal line. So when you say it's inside the one, it's inside the one. That's as close as you can get. We'll see. Ready to come back to the huddle. Motion, movement. People are there. 32 running around. Darian Campbell. Trips to the left and the right. It's hitting up the He's middle. In. He is in. Touchdown. Touchdown. Yes. Touchdown. Touchdown and a celebration for number 24. The running back, 5'11", senior, Deshaun Hinton, and the Comets are on the board. 6-0. to zero. Celebration on the Comets sideline. Kirby. Robertson running through the grandstands on the away side with the Comets all-in flag. And Bruce Barrett, as you always say, we got a ball game now. Absolutely. Clayton lines up for the extra point. Going to go for the extra point. It's going to be Wyatt Williams. Snap is down. It's Snap up. is up, and it's it is going to be it's good. good. 7-3. This is what I was talking about before the ball game, fellas. This is the kind of plays right here that when you get some momentum, you've got to finish. And that's what they did on this drive. They finished. Kim Winslow down to the field to you. Clayton on the board in Greensboro finally. That was going to be a critical series for the Comets, and it was. And it's livened up this crowd. They've woken up. And I think, you know, we've talked about that the offensive line, as soon as they come off, they run over to that video board. I think they saw some things to improve on, and we saw much better holes opening up on that series. And, Bruce, I will tell you this as well. I know as you're getting ready to tally up the scoring drive, uh, this really changes the momentum, especially Absolutely. with that the was great a big crowd drive. from Clayton to Greensboro here tonight. That was a big drive, and that drive went seven plays, 71 yards. It was set up by a defensive stop on fourth down, and it took three minutes and 18 seconds. It was a one-yard touchdown run by Hinton. And what a drive. What a drive. Can we mind say that as well? I think it started at the 29, as you said. And our and score, 7-3. 7-3, to to up by 4. Playoff football, 8.53 left in the first half, Mark. Coach, your thought? They've got to keep the momentum going. You've got four quarters of this. That's why you play it. Wyatt Williams, he'll send it. It's up. The kick is about a mid-level at the 10. 10. And he's going to run with it. Open the door. Look Uh at this. You can't do that. Oh, the contain. Look at this. A run and a drive, and he's going to keep going. Right back. He's out of bounds He's at about the six-yard line. Six line. But what a drive for number 12, right. Jordan Farmer. Southeast Raleigh comes back and says, you're going to score? We're going to take it all the way to the goal line. Yep. No Holy flags. Cow. No flags on the play. And that ball was taken at the 11-yard line. And, Mark, let's be honest, there was mistakes made. I mean, literally, Clayton opened yeah. the door and let number 12, Farmer, Take advantage of this and miss tackles. Let him get that big gain up the well, field. Well, they set they set up a return and they set it up nicely. We've got we we had an opportunity to make a tackle. We didn't. We arm tackled. We didn't wrap up. Eighty-one yard return. So now they've wow. got the ball on the seven on the seven uh, Clayton seven yard line. So let's see if the defense can step up. So do you step up defense? You've had a little break now. 
on the sidelines after that drive for Clayton. Hand off up the middle. And up the middle. He's they got to stop him. He's met, stop. he's met at the line of scrimmage, so maybe maybe a gain of one. If they can hold him to a field goal, I would call that a, a, a victory right there. Well, Jaden Moore and Ethan Menanga on the tackle for the Comets. The ball's placed. The tip of the ball is right on the Clayton six-yard line. Yep. Second down. And my apologies, it's actually uh, Tynell Streeter, 55, was the one that had that tackle as well. So here we go. Read and react, fellas. Read Second and, react. and six. Ball on the six. They got to stop him here after a score for the Comets. An 81-yard run by Head Farmer. Off. Open the door. They got to bring him down, and he's just almost to the goal line. But Eli, he's short, though. Eli and Rambo. Eli Price and Rambo. Number 44. Yep. Ball's Mason be, Rambo, Eli Price. Nose of the football is going to be on the two-yard two line, line, so it's going to be third and goal from the two. Third and goal from the two-yard line. Got to dig down deep, boys. Wow. Talk about letting the momentum shift back around after Clayton scored by Hinton and then the drive by Farmer. And here we go now on a third and two. They and got us. Oh, he's he's hit. Hit. he is hit what by number. What a hit by Amari Bryant. That is Amari Bryant. Amari Bryant. What Amari a come hit. off that end like he was shot out of a cannon. Holy cow, Bruce. We've seen him play on the basketball <laughs> court, but now we know why he's wearing the white and blue at outside linebacker. Loss of two. Now decision time. Do you take the three or do they're you? Going they're for going the for three. They're going oh, yeah. for the field goal. And it's going to be put them down by one. It's going to be about a yard from the near side hash yep. inside. Number 43. About a 21-yard field goal attempt. This is Aiden Bond. Snap is up the and kick down. is up. Oh. And I think it's short. It's short. It's going to be one. It's no good. It's going to be one right. Oh, wow. It's no good. Wow. And the defense has made three, really three stops. They stopped them for a field goal when they got deep. They did stop them on a fourth down. And here, a missed field goal. So that will bring the ball back out. They will spot the ball, let's see, on the 20-yard line. That's right. On can, the 20-yard line. Now, why line. is that? Uh, can you explain that, Mark? Uh, or can you explain because, that? Bruce? Yes, because I can. I know they're at the one. They kicked the field goal. It's no good. It goes into the end zone. It counts as a touchback. So that's they why bring you bring it, it back. 20. So it okay. was a no good on the field goal. It went to the end zone for that reason because that was the intention of them trying to put the ball to the end zone between the uprights. And this is now a first and twenty, uh, first and ten ball on the 20. Number 24. There he goes. Hinton. Hinton's running. He's at midfield. They'll wow. bring him down. What a drive 28 wow. yard run I, I the offensive line has showed up now Deshaun Hinton has opened the door he turned the key in Greensboro and he says welcome to Clayton that ball was on the 20 <laughs> yard line that's a 28 yard 28 run, yard run yep wow and Bruce if he could have broke away from that and brought yeah. him down that could well, have been he'd, have, six. he'd have ran all the way to South Carolina from the Tar Hill State to the Palmetto State we're ready to go down with a first and 10 ball on the 48 Motion. Moving. Oh, he lost fumble. the ball. Oh, he lost the ball. I think, I think he, he got, got it. back he on it. He got back on it. Yeah, the referee has got his hand up for second down. Got back on it. Number 32 for the Comets. That's mm. Darian Campbell. He got back on it, uh, he Mark. Okay. He did. Everybody back in Clayton. You can go ahead and exhale now. Second down. Going to be second. Second and 10. Well, no, it's going to be second. Second and about three, four. 15 yards, ain't it? Oh, yeah, he lost a big, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was about 14. 14. Yeah, yards. second 14. Second and 14. Ball is at the 44-yard line of yep. Clayton. 
Second and 14, ball on the 44. Motion movement, Anderson at QB. Up the middle to They shown hitting. hitting off the left side. He's off the left side. The 40, He's down 30. the sideline, pushed out of bounds yes. at about the 30-yard line. Ten yards away or less from breaking into the red zone. He was brought down by number 42 of Alex McCollop. The left-hand the side of that offensive line, Corey Turnage and uh, Brandon Hicks. Are making or making a uh, making a move right now. Twenty six yard run yes. on that last carry, and we have a timeout. timeout and yes. Southeast Guilford calls a timeout. I don't That's blame them. I'd, I'd be called one too. They're losing their momentum right now on their Cam home Winslow, field. Cam Winslow, what is the momentum like on the sidelines of the away squad in the triad right now here in Clayton? Down to you, Kim. I wasn't sure if you could hear uh, how loud the crowd is getting over oh, here. Yes. Oh, yes. Moment. <laughs> Momentum is a funny thing. It's, you know, Clayton had it in a blink of an eye. Southeast Guilford got it back, and once again, we got it back. So exactly. momentum is crazy. Yes, it is. Thank and you very much. You talk about the crowd noise on the other side. Right now, I mean, it is really quiet on this side. They had the ball on the two-yard line, threatening to score, and came up empty. Yeah. And it takes the hand out of yourselves when something like that happens, it, it, Mark. It is, it is. And, and this, again, is what we were talking about. They come down, they stopped them inside, they missed the field goal that close down, right. brought the ball back out, now, we are, now we're driving down the field. We've got to continue this momentum and continue, continue to play the way we're doing it right now. Ready to go. He's Mark Coach, Bruce Barrett, Wesley Outland, Kim Winslow on the sideline, CRN Sports coverage from Greensboro and playoff football. Hit oh, up that's the a nice hit. They took a shot there from the defense. I think it was number 71 or 70. And also Alondro Lara. It's going to be a middle gain linebacker. Yes. Two, gain of two to be second and eight. Remember, this drive started after a missed field goal. Wide right. <laughs> The two worst words in the state of Florida. By the way, Cleveland is beating Durham Hillside 28-0 right now. 28-0, Cleveland over Durham Hillside right now. Next snap. In the motion. Movement. Give it to Hinton. He's on the left side. He's the the team. He scores. Touchdown. He scores. Touchdown. He went to the goal post. He even took on a man head on to the stomach. End zone, Day-Day, Deshaun Hinton, both scores for the Comets, and they're on the board again, Bruce Barrett. Wow. Another score. This is how this is how you this is what we got to do. And we got to do it for four quarters of football. That's right. And Southeast Guilford not playing around. They have had some strong drives. What's important right now is we're up by two scores. That's right. That's yeah. right. So that doesn't mean that doesn't mean anything other than just that. But you don't turn off the water though. No, God, no, no. not in the playoffs. No, you not don't. In the playoffs. No, you put your foot on their throat and you keep it there. Playoffs. Yeah. Don't talk about playoffs. Here's a kick. Here's That's a kick. right. It's up and good. Wyatt Williams. Yes. Are you ready for this one, folks? What a Clayton drive, Bruce Barrett. Just scored. They ran four plays. Went eighty yards. And consumed two minutes and 56 seconds on that scoring drive. Wow. Well, it is loud over there. Kim, we'll just want you to cut the mic on to savor the moment. Wow. Are it's a happy in, bunch over here. Are we in Clayton <laughs> or Greensboro, Kim? 
What was that? Are we in Clayton or Greensboro? Oh, we're in Clayton. And Clayton traveled. We were a little worried. You know, because of uh, COVID, tickets are limited. And there was a lot of people that were concerned that if they drive all this way and can't get in. But looks to me like Clayton showed up. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, y'all, come on down to the games. we get you in. We, you can get what, in. What a crowd. What a crowd. Yeah, great. And look at the Guilford folks. I mean, Great crowd here as well. That's right. And trust me, they, they take their football very serious around here just it, as Clayton it, does. Might I say, though, there's still a lot of football left to there's play. There's a lot yeah. of football left it's to play. It's 14-3, to 3, but there's still a lot of football left to play. And this team is a mid-Piedmont 3-8 conference champion. Here we go. Williams will send it, and it's a short kick. Squib kick. Squib kick, if you will. He'll pick it up at the 22, and and they'll have none of it this time. Put Farmer in his place, or number 10, actually, Adam Douglas. He's out about the 27-yard line, guys. Douglas on the run, quickly out of bounds, and this will put up a first and 10 around the 40-yard line. It was a squib kick, and the up back uh, fielded it and advanced the ball about four yards, so... We'll give him four yards on the return. First and ten, Southeast Guilford. First and ten. Ball is on the Southeast Guilford 27-yard line. 4.46 left to go in the half. Ready to go. 14-3. They're settling in. Here comes the defense now for the Comets. On the offense, motion, movement. QB. Quarterback's keeping the ball. He's sending number 10 deep. He's looking He's behind the defense. He's got the ball. Keith Cox, number six, is running down. Is there along with Tyson Riggins, but they open the door. You can't do that. And he scores. Touchdown, Southeast. No, they're calling him out. No, he lost the ball. He did not score. He's down at the two yard line, and we got a flag on the play as well. He did not score. He's down at the one yard line. The man went in motion from the Clayton side to the southeast Guilford side. It was it was it was a uh, play action pass. Wow, number ten, Adam Douglas. By the way, let's see what is the call. There's a timeout on the field, but there was a penalty flag down there. I thought they called him out of bounds at the two yard line. No flags. They will they call the flags back. What's that? No, there's something on the sideline over yonder. Is that a? That's what I'm saying. Ain't I that a yellow flag right there? I, I don't know. It looked like it looks like one, but it's hard to tell. No, actually, you know what that is? That's the, that's the goalpost. That's the goal. That's okay. That's that's the that's the goal line pylon, pylon okay, right pylon. there. The goal oh, okay. line pylon. They got knocked down. That's it. No flags. They're going to be at the two yard line, and it is a first and goal. And we've seen this before again, Bruce Barrett. Seventy. That that pass play went seventy one yards. Yes. 
It'll be first and goal, but Clayton's been here before, right? <laughs> Got to stop what they do him. Now. We need another big slap out of nowhere from Amari Bryant. It was a big kickoff return that got him in the shadow of their own goal post, and they stopped him then. Another big play. Let's see if the defense can stop him again. They need The ball is going to be spotted uh, at, at about the two-and-a-half. The two-yard two line. Here we go on a second and goal. Far hash mark. Clayton has got to dig in here on the defense like they done the last drive. Here we go. Hand off up the, the middle. middle. I think he got touchdown. it. Touchdown. A touchdown. Yep, he scores. Touchdown for the Falcons. You knew it was going to happen. Open up the drive. Number 25, Jalen Farley. And Farley to the end zone. A touchdown. Jalen Farley for Southeast Guilford. And we got ourselves another well, score here. This will give them the lead by four if they can make this extra point. Clayton up by five. The kick is up, and it is good. 14 and to 10. Two plays, 73 yards, and it was capped by a two-yard touchdown run by the Falcons. 427 left to go in the first half. Wow. And one thing, Mark, I want to mention, though, they're getting big plays and they're going down, but that's got to put their defense right back out there on the field. And right now, Clayton has marched down the field. And, uh, you know, you got to wonder if that defense is starting to get a little winded, Well, you know, if they continue doing that. Well, that's true. You just, you just have to keep pounding is what you have to do. What you're hoping for is that you keep them on the field long enough as a total part of the game so that when you get into the fourth quarter, your athletes are more conditioned oh, yeah. than theirs are. Well, guys, what did we say about momentum continuing to swing? And I'll tell you what, on that 71-yard pass, the coaches were extremely upset, um, yelling, we just talked about that. We just talked yeah. about that. So they were anticipating, and they just missed it. They were, yeah. He and and the, the credit, give credit to the receiver. He put three fabulous moves on defenders oh, sure. to evade the, oh, evade the defenders. What a drive there by Adam Douglas and then – Jalen uh, Fairley for the uh, Falcons to put her in for six and make it an extra point for seven. Yeah, that 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 safety has got to stay with. Uh, you can't let the uh, defender or uh, offensive players get behind you from the one, and they're calling it. He hesitated, and that might have been a good thing. Well, he ran into his own man. man. He ran into his own man. That was Everett Boyd, number thirteen, for the Comets. Everett was looking back to see, and and and, and you have you have you can't do that. As he a paused player. to look he, at the he, ref, he, though. He, he paused because the last time he did that, the ball wound up with one. He wound up with one foot in the end zone, one foot one foot in play. Right. Right. <laughs> you can't you can't stand there. You've got to take the football and go and let the referees make the call. Go, go, go to the whistle. Cam, down to you on the field. No, I was just going to say, you know, he was right on the goal line. It was close. Yes. But Everett's got to wait. He's got to let the official blow the whistle to stop the play. Well, he, yeah. you got to keep moving until the was, whistle blows. He was thinking he had touchback. But when you pause like that, sometimes the defense pauses. <laughs> Kickoff coverage and pause. Ironically, first and ten ball on the 29 again, Bruce. And here we go. For the Comets. Pick up of a lot, about five yards. Or? Alex uh, McCaleb. He's going to get out to about the 34-yard line. I'm That's sorry. That's right. That's going to be day day. Deshaun Hinton with a nice second run. Five. five on the pickup, second and five. And they're starting to see something on that left side, uh, Mark. 
that they're running. Uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that, but they're running to that side of the field a lot right now. Digging deep now on a second and five. Ball on the 34. Up the middle, it's a fake. Uh, not this hit. time. They read it this time. Anderson to, to quickly Hinton, and they quickly got him down. It started by 42, Alex McCallop. McCallop bringing him down. The junior 6'3", 255 for the Falcons, and these some big boys here, Mark. They are. If I'm not mistaken, that young man just received an offer to uh, Kentucky. Kim, down to the field to you. Yeah, I was going to say there was just a little mishandle on the snap that threw off the timing when he was trying to, you know, do the fake and, and hand it off to Deshaun. So it was just a little bit of mistiming. Lost him a couple yards. There, a little the little things. The, the little, little things can cause big problems. Third and eight now. Ball down to the 31. Got eight to get to first down. Here comes throw Anderson. It. He'll throw it. Send it up the middle. Oh, no! Contact. Oh, my goodness. Wow. That is a D-clee-ter. Number 30. Wesley Graham. Wesley Graham just said, welcome to Southeast Gifford. He, 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 he hit the receiver. He had the ball. And There's he a just flag. There's a flag on the That was a no shot way. to the head. It was a shot to the head. Oh, man. Well, it was a shot to the head. It was a shot to the head. I'm hold glad on. to see Matthews step up. Hold on. Let's see. Personal foul. Yep. Yes, it is. Targeting. Hold Targeting on. is called or a personal foul called. They're, Mark, marking, they're walking it all. 15 yeah. yards, but I got news for you. That was still a, a major league hit. No doubt about it. He, he separated the ball from him. Cool deal. We hear the referee, but we can't hear the referee. It'd be cool if we did hear the referee, but we did hear him echo. First and but he did say a personal foul, 40s. Bruce. Yes. And that is uh, a, First a, down. a personal foul, but it's not one of them that have the objectionable offense. No, right. they, they don't have the ejection rule because uh, there's no replay. Clayton need this. Fourth and eight, ball on the 46. They shown up the middle. First and ten, and they gained about four yards. And honestly, as we get closer and closer to the second half, the third quarter, we saw a crazy third quarter at Cleveland a couple of weeks ago. Yes, we did. The gain of three is going to be second and seven. There's more contact. There's more uh, patience being lost. And, you know, there's so much more drive of wanting to win, especially down to the second half of play. So anything can happen here as we go to a first uh, or second and seven ball on the 49-yard line coming up for the Comets. Motion, trips on the right, two runners. Run it, give it to Hinton, day-day, up the middle, and That's he goes stuck. right through the About orange and black, and he is stopped. If that. That was a little counter, little counter play run, running run to the uh, run into the home field side of the uh, of the field there. And that they ball's going to be placed midfield. midfield, and those are the footballs right at midfield. 50-yard line, so it is going to be third down and about six. It's going to be just on the Clayton side of the yep. 50, but it, the nose of the ball is on the 50. Yep. In the middle of the field, minute 59 to go here in the first half. Clayton up 14 to 10 and a, well, just a lot of fun. Time this out. has been a good football game. Timeout's called. It's going to be Clayton. Well, and, and Coach, Hand, Coach Handy's doing a smart thing. He's got third down, six yards, a minute 52 seconds to go in the second quarter. What he wants to do is he wants to be able to get a first down, sustain this drive. He does not want to give this ball back to Southeast Kilford before right. halftime. That's right. right. Kim Winslow, down to you on the field. We'll give the mic to you. Yeah, I was going to say, at the end of that play, one of the defenders threw Jalen Green down um, pretty much by the helmet. He's had to come off, and they were looking at his jaw uh, because he got pulled so hard with the helmet. They were looking at his teeth a little bit and his jaw, but 
Looks like he's uh, getting back up to the edge of the sun. He's a big boy to bring down. Yeah, Jalen is an awesome player. He's a good kid. Jalen Green, number 79. He is a senior, 6'3 at 285. And we will set him up here with under two minutes remaining, a third and six. Got to wonder what Coach Shane Handy Both teams has now, up the sleeve here. Both teams now with one timeout remaining here in the first half. Ready to go here. Timeouts, one left. First half of play has been a dandy for the playoffs. Up the middle. It's Hinton. He had a gap. He oh, found a run. There's, there's a flag he down. He brought down. We got a flag and on the play in two different it. locations. Right in the area of number where number 77 was. Yep. For and Clayton. That's, that's going to be holding. Yeah, holding I'm sure Clayton. that was on set because they threw it right at where he was well, at. Now he's got an interesting call. I mean, it's 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 holding, so that's a 10-yard penalty. You're going to back him up. It's going to be third and third and 16 now. But depending on this third, third depending on this third down play, will depend on whether we go forward on fourth down or not. And right. that, that's going to be a ten yard penalty from if the I'm, spot of the foul. If I'm coach, I'm running some of this time off the clock right now. Yeah, letting the clock run down. It here. is third down. It is third down. You've got you've got to get at least ten on the play clock. Under ten, ninety seconds left to go in the first half of play. Third and sixteen now. Nightfall settling in here in the triad of Greensboro and the Piedmont. I smell a pass. Ready. I do too. <laughs> Motion, movement. Here it comes, and they're going to stop it, and they're going to call a timeout. They're calling a timeout. Another yes. timeout's called. Southeast wanted to see what. Oh, it's a delay of game. Oh, a delay of game called on Clayton. Oh, and we talked about wow. that play clock. That the, the quarterback, when he breaks the huddle, there are, top, there are play clocks on the right side of each end zone. As soon as he breaks that hole, he needs to look at that Come clock. Come guys. This is what we look said that you couldn't do. And now this is going to make it a third down, and I'm going to say 22. 22? Yeah. Third and 22. Yeah, Myron all the way back, almost where they started. Here we go. A throw. It's Anderson. He's got an open man. He's there. Overthrow. Overthrow. Incomplete. No good to every boy. No flags. He rushed it a little bit. If he sits there and holds that ball just another split second to give Everett time to clear the defense, he's gone. And I'll be honest with you, that might be a play, Bruce and Mark, that they might need to keep in their billfold. Yeah, but the problem with that is stop the clock. That's right. A minute and 12 seconds now, and now – uh, Southeast Guilford can get the 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 ball back. And remember, they scored on two plays in 22 seconds. Fourth and 16, and Rambo will sit. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And that he will kick it. Need a and good it is kick. up a nice send off here. Ball will oh, nice it bounce. bounces backwards. They needed that. Let Clayton it roll, boys. It. Let, let it, roll it roll down to, to about around the 25-yard line. line. 
and then Clayton will pick it up. With a minute and one second left to go before halftime. Number that's 31, f- picking it up and making the clock stop on Byron Smith for the Comets. And, that, and that's a 40-yard punt. Excellent punt by Rambo there. Got a little bit of a bounce, but hey, we'll take it. A minute and one second left to go. The ball is on the 25-yard line of Southeast Guilford. The last time these two teams were in the playoffs before the COVID pandemic until tonight was November 15th, 2019. Shotgun. And it was a win for Southeast Guilford, 13-6. Boy, have the tides changed. It's a good one here tonight. Up the field, good run. Gain of five. Number nine on the carry, and that's uh, Darian McQuitty. Ball out to about the 30, so, uh, second and five. Yes. Ball little running. little misdirection there. They did an inside reverse. Darian Had the one McQuitty. running back going in the middle and then another back coming back. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was a well-designed play there, pick up a five. 30 seconds to play remaining here in the first half, and they're going to try to send one off here before the end of the first. Two running backs half in the Half a play field. in the second quarter. Nine seconds on the play clock, ticking away, showing signs of blitzes, the Comets. Hand off to number and nine. it's a fake, a run to nine, McQuitty. They're going to bring him down. I don't think He's he might have got two. No. He's short. He's short. Clock's running, 11, 10, Makes nine. it Rambo on the tackle. That might be the last play of that the That is going to be the last half. Yes, the first half of play. Yes, sir. Yes, it is, guys. What a fun hour of football it's been. And now they call timeout with 1.3. <laughs> Seconds and that well, I give credit for the coach on that one. He was yes. he thought everybody was going to run it out. Let's see what he dials. Well, up. what he's doing, he's going to have one play to run something big. And the thing is, if it doesn't work, the clock will be out. If he runs a big play and it leaves time, then Clayton could call a timeout, yeah, force exactly him to right. punt yes. or something. You're exactly right. This could happen. It's a fourteen to ten. And we're being told by everybody in the press box that they've seen this before. <laughs> they so have, let's they, see. They have seen this before. This is deja vu. This is nothing new. Now, Clayton needs to go back. You think back. we're going to see a Hail Mary, a Roger Staubach? Uh, yeah. Bruce? yeah. Well, you may, see, you may see a play action like we saw earlier when he, scored, when he scored. No, no, well, I wouldn't try a flea flicker. That play no, action, that play play action, action that yeah. worked a while ago. I that would, play I would, action would be a good play. I would a play action for Douglas that worked for they Adam Douglas when it opened it up the drive for I see uh, it. for Fairley to put it in the end zone. Here we go. We got a dime defense out there. I got a lot of defensive backs on the field. Going to run. He'll throw. It off it's short. an open man. It's a short it's a throw. Screen. And it's a screen. He's and he's down at the 45. And it's that will time. be the first half it's of play. Time. They had a lot of players deep watching, keeping everything in front of them. That was well defended. That was fairly on the catch there. A short throw brought it up to a 45, and the Comets defense keep them to no score here. But, guys, here's the thing we got to think about as we go into halftime. It will be Southeast Guilford's ball for the second half of play. It will they be. they got it to start it. So. They'll get the ball to start the, sec- the, sec- the uh, second half is what I was trying to say. Um, and we'll see. we'll see. This will give the two teams time to go in. Rest up, catch the breath. Uh, you know, if I'm Southeast Gifford, I tell them, you know, guys, we're playing good. Let's, we just got to execute. We got to keep doing what we're doing. Clayton has had some success. We've got, we've got to focus on that, on that success. We won the first half. It's a 0-0 ball game. If I'm Coach Handy, when I go in at halftime, they've not won anything yet. You've got to win the second half that's right. to win this ball game. And, Bruce, that's one of the things we talked about here in – 
hey, it's 14 to 10. This is still one hell of a matchup. It's still close. Anything can happen. Sure. And now the second <laughs> half is what's going to count the most here. Well, I'll tell you what, this is this is playoff football right now. We're There's no tomorrow. A lot of excitement. It's a lot of exciting plays. Um, Clayton started turning their offense around there uh, late in the first quarter and uh, was able to drive and started scoring. Had two touchdowns. Uh, Southeast Guilford had a field goal. They had a missed field goal and then a, uh, a touchdown. And that's what our score now is 14 to uh to 10. 14 to 10. Think yeah. about that missed field goal. That that would have made it a one-point game. And the thing is, he was only it was only a 21-yard attempt. That's right. It was from about a yard inside the severe hash mark here to the near side. But, Cam, down to the but, field to you during the sideline, as Bruce talked about, as Mark talked about, literally <coughs> this game has had the turn of the pendulum go back and forth, southeast, Clayton, southeast, Clayton. It's still anybody's ball game here. It's going to be a matter of – who wants it more? Who wants to go on to the next round? Absolutely. You know, we, we talked about momentum swinging back and forth. But if Clayton can contain the big plays and not give up That's those right. big yardage plays, you know, you think about the, the big kickoff return and then the 71-yard pass play. If they can limit the big play, I, I've got my money on our defense then. It has been a fun one so far. It's a good one between the uh, champions of the mid-Piedmont 3A Southeast Guilford here in Greensboro hosting the runner-ups of the Greater News 3A Conference at 6-1. and one. Both teams at 6-1. and one. And, of course, Shane Handy and the Clayton Comets. Uh, got about 10 minutes. We're going to take a quick extended commercial break. When we come back, Bruce Barrett and myself will assess the first half of play. He has got a whole bunch of stats. He's got all these drives. We'll go over the first half drives of the halftime as it is, of course, 14-10. to 10. Clayton over Southeast Guilford right now. The Falcons, though, not going away. They'll have the rock for the second half of play. This is CRN, the Community Radio Network, and this is Playoff Football. Sportsmanship. It means a lot of things. It means showing respect for the opposing team. And being a good host for our visitors. It's about modeling good behavior. And not getting caught up in the emotion of the moment. It's about winning with humility. Losing with dignity. It is about making my high school games. It's a good memory that I can enjoy for years to come. Mr. Official. Mom. Dad. Son. Daughter. Coach. Are we in this together? Sportsmanship. Sportsmanship. Together, together we, we make the right call. This message has been brought to you by the North Carolina High School Athletic Association. I'm a student athlete, which means I'm still learning. I'm still growing. I'm getting important lessons about perseverance, teamwork, determination, respect, and dedication through playing sports at my school. Mom, dad, coach, in a few years, I'll probably forget a lot of the details, but I won't forget the lessons I learned from the way you act towards my teammates, coaches, referees, and other fans. What kind of lesson do you want me to learn? I'm watching. This message has been brought to you by the North Carolina High School Athletic Association. Hey, it's Wesley Outland, one of the co-founders and president of the Community Radio Network, known as CRN Sports, now going on four years as the voice of the Clayton Comets. Are you interested in having your business 
being advertised on all of the athletic coverage of CRN. Even if it's all the sports coverage or just one, like football or basketball, or maybe your daughter or son plays soccer or softball or even baseball, we've got you covered. Whether on the gridiron to the court, to the field or the diamond, we want your business. Whether you are a car dealership to a paint business or even a cafe to a barber shop. If you're interested, we want your business today. Be a part of radio advertising on the Community Radio Network. For more details, call 919-618-9286 or email me at wesleyoutland at aim.com. And we look forward to having your business a part of the Community Radio Network today. The Racing Brotherhood Foundation was founded in the summer of 2017 after the passing of racer Terry Evans. We help racers and families in times of need, whether due to racing incidents or other traumatic situations. We are all about fans and racers helping racers because in the end, racing is one big family. If you would like to help, find the Racing Brotherhood Foundation an event near you and give from the heart or go to racingbrotherhood.com slash donate and give what you can. Coming soon, the new wave of hydration and energy drink HIQ. This new product is all natural with no caffeine and gives you a major boost of hydration and energy. No twitching effect or crashing like the old energy drinks. You can visit our website at www.liquidhiq.com or Twitter at HiQ2015 to learn more about this amazing energy drink. What is your level? Completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. At age 30, Carissa finished her high school diploma. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, you can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that our daughters have what they need to grow and learn. But that isn't the case for nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. that struggle with hunger. Childhood hunger is a heartbreaking reality that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and provides it to families and children in need. You can help kids in need in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. never have met you 
we don't go way back. Maybe we wouldn't even be friends if we did. But when you wear a mask, you have my respect. Because your mask doesn't protect you. It protects me. I wear my mask to protect you. Mask up, America. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Halftime here in Greensboro, 14 to 10. We'll get ready to assess the first half of play with stats from our captain, Mr. Bruce Barrett, or Sergeant, whatever it's that we call him Professor anymore. But first, we're past the top of the hour. We will pause for 10 seconds of Network ID on CRN, the Community Radio Network. You're listening to the voice of Community Athletics, the CRN Sports Network. Follow us online at wearecrn.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CRN Sports. Now back to our broadcast coverage. We are CRN Sports, proud to be the voice of the Clayton Comets. Check us out at wearecrn.com. All right, we're back here at uh, Falcons Stadium. It is halftime. It is 14 to 10. Clayton on the road out in front for the playoffs. And Bruce Barrett, uh, real quickly, a, a run of drives that were really, really good. A fun first half of football. Well, the first drive, Clayton uh, uh, lost the toss, and so they uh, will receive. Coming back uh, in the second half, the uh, South, uh, Southeast Guilford will receive the ball. Um, but Clayton got the ball first. They went three plays, and they punted, and then Southeast Guilford came and got the ball. They started their drive on the 41-yard line of, of Southeast. Southeast went 13 plays, and it was a 31-yard field goal uh, on a drive that took seven minutes and 11 seconds. Off the board, it was three to nothing. Clayton came back, another three and out. And then uh, after an exchange of punts, Clayton got the ball at uh, their 29-yard line. And they went seven plays, three minutes and 18 seconds. uh, Three minutes and 18 seconds. And seven plays, 71-yard capped off by a one-yard touchdown run by Hinton. Southeast uh, Guilford got the kickoff and returned it all the way to the two-yard line. And in three plays, Clayton forced a field goal attempt, but that field goal was wide right. The two worst words in the city of Tallahassee in Florida. But anyway. (laughs) uh, And then Clayton got the ball back because of the touchback. You and those Florida State Seminoles. Oh, I got news for you, man. (laughs) I was at those Miami games are just – Bobby Bowden said when it's I died. Right. It's freaking Rod White. Yeah. Bobby <laughs> Bowden said that, remember, when he dies, put on his tombstone, but he played Miami because uh. Steve Spurrier wouldn't. But anyway, they got the ball at the 20-yard line on the touchback, Yeah, and they went um, four plays, 80 yards, and two minutes and 56 seconds for a touchdown, and that, play went, that drive went 80 yards. Then Southeast – Guilford hit a big play. They started on their 27-yard oh, line. Yeah. It's a big 80-yard, uh, 71-71-yard, uh, uh, and they scored a touchdown, and that's our score, 14-10 to 10 here at the half. At the half. Hey, Kim, down to, Good the, football. down to the sidelines to you. Your thoughts as we get ready for the second half. But you know what? We want to also acknowledge – the JV Comets. 
five one and one on the season. A heck of a season under Sid Naren. And the varsity have some new JV players that are on the squad as well here for the playoff game tonight. We have followed the JV team all year um, broadcasting the games, and that's been fun. Um, and one of the benefits of when playoff time comes, some of those JV players get pulled up to varsity. And so some of these names you are definitely going to recognize if you've been tuning in. Um, so I just want to recognize those that got, play, uh, got called up. Um, Mason Ketchy, Chris Kinsey, Christian Burbage, Aiden Graves, Alejandro Rubio, Josh Anderson, Nadir Simmons, and Jaden Blackman. So congratulations to those guys and getting some good experience with the varsity team. And the thing is, is that awesome squad is the future of the varsity level. A lot of seniors on the Clayton side of things. All right, Kim, your thoughts, second half. It's all in or now. It's come, it's all in. Home or away, as we always say. And they got to dig deep now to go to the second round of the playoffs. Absolutely. And this is it. This is this is for all the marbles. Um, so they got to continue to play well. I, it was good to see the offense finally get moving. Those first two drives were, you know, didn't do a whole lot. But once they got it in gear and, and that offensive line was really able to open up some holes, you could see the progress um, being made. The other thing, I thought it was a much better game um, you know, cleaner game for the Comets as far as penalty-wise. We had just a couple. Just there was two one, penalties. Just two yeah, penalties. There was that one that was early on that got declined, and then right at the end of the half where they had the holding and the delay a game. But that's compared to what we have seen in the last several weeks, that's a much cleaner game for the Comets. And no turnovers. So, Go ahead, Kim. No, I was going to say, and, and no turnovers. So it's been, it's been clean, um, and, you know, they're not hurting themselves right now. That's right. And, Mark Coates, I think you can uh, reiterate more on that because one of the things you said they got to work on, and Coach Handy said it in the uh, coach's corner this afternoon in pregame, we got to work on no penalties, and they're doing that. But we, we do, and it's, it's, it's one thing to be physical. It's another thing to be play smart football and be physical. And a team, a team that can do both can be successful. A team that doesn't learn how to play smart football will be short-lived in playoffs. That's exactly right. And another thing, both teams put the ball on the ground one time, but they, they were it. able to recover their own fumble. So we've had no turnovers in the game so far. That shows you how good these teams are as we are at the half and it is about to expire. Second half of a play about to get underway. Um, 14-10. to 10. Welcome back to our coverage on the – CRN Community Radio Network. We have Mark Coates as our player, uh, parent analyst. We have our color analyst, Bruce Barrett, play-by-play. Wesley Outland here with you up top side here at the booth at Falcon Stadium in Greensboro. And, of course, our CRN sideline reporter, Kim Heining-Winslow, doing a phenomenal job as well. All right, guys, uh, quickly, five seconds each. Mark, what do you think we're going to see in the second half? Well, I think you're going to see a continuation of what you saw in the first half. Both teams have good game plans. It's just about coming out, executing, and sustaining the drives and making the, and making the best out of something. Bruce Barrett. Well, I, I think that uh, Clayton needs to make sure that uh, they cover this kickoff. They had one kickoff return that did not hurt them because of the missed field goal, but uh, they need to cover this kickoff and uh, not give Southeast Gilford good field position. If I'm Coach Handy, I'm squibbing it like I did the last time. Ready for the start of the second half of play here in just a moment, third quarter. 14 to 10. 14 to 10. 12 minutes about to go up on the scoreboard, and we're ready to get this thing started. So Clayton is getting ready to send it back to to the Southeast Guilford Falcons. Southeast uh, Guilford won the toss. 
they deferred to the second half, so they're going to get the ball here. And That's back right. deep uh, for Southeast Guilford is the dangerous returner, number eight, Grant Stevens. Ready for the start of the second half of play here. It is 14-10. Comets on the road. But still a lot of football left to play. Ready for the third quarter. 24 minutes. One of these teams is going to be going to the second round. Kick off, and it's sanded, and it's going to go out of bounds. Oh, you can't do that. that. Wow. That right there is the illegal procedure, and they'll spot that ball at, I think, the 35-yard line. That's right, Bruce. So that's kind of a kick that was illegally done to go out of bounds, right? It's an illegal kick. Yeah, if you kick the ball on a free kick or a kickoff and it goes out of bounds, that is a uh, a spot foul to the 35. In the NFL, it would be on the 40. It's not necessarily a bad play, Coach, because you, know, you take the ball out of their returner's hands. That's right. 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 Mark, you and I were talking about this as well, and, and you you got to play defense. Keep being defensive. Keep making these big plays. So we have an awesome defensive to throw program the ball, for trying to go They're deep. there, open man. And uh, I think it's, it's caught. caught. It's caught. Immediately went down. Right in front of Rambo, number 44. Rambo, Mason Rambo on the tackle. Spot pass. As soon as Jalen Farley picked up the run, or actually, excuse me, number 30, Wesley Graham got it. Gain of about what? Maybe three. two, three? About three. Yeah. Wesley Graham with a big hit in the first half of play where there was a penalty called. We're ready, though, now for the start of the second half of play. It is 14 to 10. Ready to dig deep on the shotgun. Here comes the Comets defense now. Showing signs of blitzing, possibly. Up the middle. Up the middle. middle. Isaiah Isaiah Menanga there. Read it. Brought him down. Nowhere for Farley to go. It's going to be a first down. The sticks are moving. A nice drive here, and fairly. Careful. I think something happened there. Yeah, it's not paid for. Anyway. <laughs> fairly will have to reset again here. Jalen Fairly running back right there behind the QB of number six, Zion Fleming. Ready now on a first and ten. And the run for Fairley's a fake. It's an open hand. He lost the ball. Just flat out dropped it. it's not a live ball, even though Isaiah Menanga got on it quickly. It's incomplete to Octavius Benton. Well, Isaiah's doing what he's taught to do. That's right. You know, Wherever you see that ball at, you go after it. You go after it. Chase the ball. If there's some slim chance that somebody would call, call, you know. A fumble? Well, not a fumble, but maybe, you know, pass behind the line of scrimmage. Something silly. You just don't never know. As I tell my children, put the game in the umpire's hands. Make them make the call. Make them make the call. And now it's the second and ten. All quiet here right now on the home sideline as well as on the Clayton sideline. It's kind of quiet. Ready for motion. Movement. And off up the middle. Fake up the middle. It's going to go to Fairley. And Fairley will pick up at least seven, eight. It'll probably be about a third and two. A fourth and two coming up. Fourth and two. Maybe fourth and three. What do you think, Mark? Uh I'm trying to see. It's going to be about third. It's going to be fourth, third. third and two. The ball is spotted at the uh, Clayton 48-yard line, and the yard to make is just short of the, 30, of the 45-yard line. So it'd be a, it's, it's going to be a third and three, we'll call it. Handoff. Quarterback. Quarterback. Keeper. Down. Down. He lost. Brought him down. Good work he there. He may have got back to the line of scrimmage. 
Good stop, number 22, Eli Price. Eli Price with the takedown quickly there after the run by Fairley up the middle. And they're going to go to fourth down, and they're going to punt it, it looks like. So Clayton Galt defense did what they needed to do, Bruce Barrett. Shut them down. That was a slow developing play, though, Mark, it seemed like. And uh, quarterback may have uh, taken too much time to make his reads there. I believe you're right, Bruce. Here we go. And they're going to call stop. I don't know what they're doing. Timeouts called, looks like. Too many players on field, maybe? No, I can tell you, we ain't got enough on the field. Oh, timeouts. Eight, nine, ten. Somebody's not out there. A timeout's called on Clayton. Taking a timeout this early. That's not good. Well. But you definitely want to make sure you got your players out there. You you do, and the thing you got to be careful about here is you're at midfield. Short yardage situation. Um we're also talking about guarding against the fake right here. Play safe. Play safe here. Know your man. Know who your responsibility is. Watch that up back in the backfield to see if he if he tries to, to do something funny that you're not expecting. Somebody's got to be keying on him. All right, here we go. Ready for a fourth and three, and it's and sounding like they're going to punt it. We have nobody deep. Nobody deep, no, so nobody they're watching deep, for the so fake. I wonder if it's going to be a fake, the fake. Here, possibly, yeah. And if it is a if, – if they do kick it, they then they just let the ball go off. as it is. He's going but back. Here comes number four, Tyson Riggins. He'll start to go back. back. He'll start going to the backfield now. Here's the snap. They are going to kick it. And, and Riggins is there. He'll call fair catch. Buffed it, but he got back he got on, on it. Top of it. He'll, he'll, Clayton had the ball about the 23-yard line. He looked, it looked like it kind of slipped from his finger there and, and quickly got back on it. Yeah. He was quickly trying to, got on the ball He as was well. trying not to lose sight of the ball. He, he, he looked up to call, call fair catch and took his eye off the ball for a moment. So, Clayton yep. will come back out and get the ball down there on 23. Mark, I'll tell right. you what I was always taught. When that ball hits your hands, before you make any move, and it doesn't take long to do it, Read the label on the football. Yeah. And then take off. That's right. <laughs> well, well, well. Ready now for Clayton to turn on that water, as you said, and keep this momentum going to stay in a run for the playoffs. They show the run. Up the middle again. That's Anderson up the middle and gives it to Day-Day. Day-Day on the carry. Ball's out to about the 29-yard line, gain of six. Looks like it was number 45. 45 of Max Steele, and I think he's down, and now he's back up now. You know, Mark, when they when they run the ball and they get six yards, it just opens up your playbook. It does. It does you know, Alex McCallop also on the tackle, number forty-two. Yeah, he's holding his hand. Yeah, McCallop. Here we go now. Second and five. They picked up a a, a, a handful. And today, oh, Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Outside, number 24. He's in it. He's there. 40. Man to beat. 30. He's 30, 20, 10, 5. He's there to the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown, Comet. Touchdown, Clayton. Touchdown, Clayton. What a drive. Day, day. Day, day in Greensboro. Scoring again. Wow. <coughs> this kid is awesome. You know, Mark, me and you talked about it at the Cleveland game. Mm-hmm. They might have had the best running back in the country, Amari in Hampton. Yes, and he was really good to watch before he got hurt. But I said it proudly during pregame and during the game. Day-Day Deshaun Hinton is a talent as well. Day-Day uh, is. I've watched a young man play at the Clayton Civitan. Since uh, since our, all of our children were playing playing over there, since they were playing uh, flag football, the kick is up and it is good. And and day day is good as any athlete that anybody else can put on the field. Twenty one to sixteen? No, no twenty one to ten. Twenty one to ten. Twenty one to ten. They're yeah. gonna fix it. Twenty one to ten. They'll fix it. They'll fix it. Uh, even the spotter. They're going to fix it. They're going to fix it. 21 okay. to 10. Tell the mamas over there to calm that, down. I can literally hear them yelling <laughs> like crazy. Lord, I mercy, I can, 21 I can. to 10 is the score. <laughs> the, the mamas. I'm going to tell you. Mom, we're okay. I, know, I can hear them over there right now. I live with one of them, so I can say all I want hey, to about Hey, that, that was actually one of them in my ear spotting for us that I, said to fix the scoreboard. Yeah. So, yeah, Amy Coates, your request has been she delivered. She gets that from her mother. Uh, I'm going to try to get through this scoring drive here. That was two plays, 71 yards, touchdown by Day-Day, and uh, in a minute and five seconds. I'd call that efficient. Cam, down to the field to you. How about Day-Day? Day-Day's kids on C-Town in Greensboro. Day-Day is on fire tonight. He turned on the afterburners on that one. He had some pursuit behind him, and he just outran him. He's having a fantastic night tonight. And we talked about big plays in the first half. Clayton strikes first in the second half with their big play. Yes, ma'am. Thank Day-Day, you very much. Day-Day's got to be well over 100 yards so far in this game. And the kick is up around the 20-yard line. And oh, come on. Got to open that door. You can't got to wrap him up. Number 10, that's Adam Douglas. Out and it was number 35. 15 and 22. 22 and 18 finally brought him down to Eli Price and Rontavian Hunter. And, Bruce, here we go back on the defense again. Eight, eight yards on the return. It'll be first and 10 for – Southeast Guilford at their own 35-yard line. I see you got the scoreboard in front of you. The next break we get, we will look at the stats of scores in the playoffs across the state of North Carolina, especially key ones that will determine the outcome in the 3A bracket. Here we go. First and 10, ball on the 35, motion up the middle. 25, that is Jalen Fairley. Fairley can do what, uh, what, what Hinton can do, Mark, and... He got at least two or three on that run. He did. He did. The young, the young man has, has speed and quickness. And as we said to start the ball game, you can't come in here and hit these players in the playoffs. I, I think it's so cool that they got the video board there. Robin's doing a fantastic yeah. job. They show the, the, the player with their name, and then they promote the sponsor. They put first down. They put touchdown. They have the Falcons logo. They got it going on here, It's really cool. I mean, and that Definitely. that's a high dollar board. What that else? is, yeah, that's a Dacatronics board right there, like you'd see at a a cup event, like for NASCAR. Hand off to the inside. They wrap nice him up defense. behind the line of scrimmage. There we go. 
Or might I say something of a college level? Yeah. Definitely. In the second quarter, Mount Tabor leads Alexander Central 14 to nothing. It's Enlow. I'm sorry, Elkin 14 to 6 in the second quarter over Andrews. Weddington 7, Asheville 0 in the second quarter. These were all playoff games. And um, Henderson 7, Bunker Hill 0 in the first quarter. Here we go now. Second and six ball on the 48. For Southeast Guilford on the offense motion. Here we go. It looks like number eight, Donovan Spellman, He's ready to come after him. He's got to run. He's got to drive. Oh, it's, it's almost intercepted. intercepted. Oh. It's almost intercepted. Boy, Tyson Riggins about had it. No, he that, literally about put his hand in the cookie jar. That was Rambo. Rambo it, had nothing wow. but open field in front of him. He cut in front of that ball. Oh, wow. man. Mason. Rambo and Tyson Riggins all around each other. W. Kim. I was just going to say, I mean, of course, Mason almost had that interception, but great job by Donovan Spellman to create pressure on the quarterback. Oh, yes, and by the way, they got to punt it. And they'll punt it. He about lost the ball again. He did lose it. It's still on the ground. He did lose the ball. I think Clayton got back on it in time. Well, they're going to unpile it, and you ain't no telling how many times that ball is going to change. Come on, Riggins. And they're saying that he stole the ball. It's not – wait a minute. They're not – they haven't made a call haven't. yet. What it's Comets. Comets will ball. keep the ball. Comets will keep the ball. And he needs – Number 10 came out there. Adam Douglas made it look like he had got the fumble or a return there. And, Bruce, they quickly said, no, he was down. It's Comets' ball. Well, I'll tell you what. He needs to field that ball. He needs to catch the ball and not worry about – you got to catch the ball before you can run with and it. And that's second. That's two times that's now. in a row. In a row. In a row. Now there. we got to take advantage of this. Clayton yes. starts on their own 24-yard line. We're not getting mistakes on penalties. Now we're getting mistakes on just making plays. Special teams. On special yep. teams. You're exactly but right. The call, but the call went in our way, and that's, 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 that's all that matters. Got to say props to the referees. They're calling a fair straight game from uh, tonight. As here we go up the middle. That's day-day again to Sean Hinton. Game of six. He's out to the 30-yard line. Number three, Ryan Stevens. Number three, Ryan Stevens and 45, Max Steele, both on the tackle for Southeast Guilford on Sean Hinton. Number 24, Dede is going out. Number 21, Cinco is coming in. Antonio Cinco coming in the game. And you don't miss much with that when you bring him in. They really complement each other. And I wonder if Aliandro Rubio might get some play in time. He's been really good in the running back position. Two guys from JV up the middle. To Sinco. He hit wow. oh, and contact. Good. Boy, he got airborne. He got a first Woo. down, though. <laughs> that was a WrestleMania SmackDown cartwheel. Bring down done by Carson Burnett, Burnett okay. number 11. That's okay. That's a good hit is what that's called. Phil. Boy, do you <laughs> smell what Sinco's cooking. But it's a first down. 21 to 10. Clayton up by 11 here. Redemption from two years ago in 2019 when they lost 13-6 to in the playoff game. Here we go now. First and 10. Ball on the 36. Up the middle. It's Sinko. Sinko again. A couple of yards away from the first down. Gain of four or five, five maybe. I don't know. That's gain of about six. 
I tell you, they're really getting we're, good yardage on first down. It makes me wonder if we're not starting to wear on their on their defensive front some with our with our big boys on our offensive line. Could the line. conversation be, Mark, maybe to run the clock down? You're up by eleven, run the clock down. No, 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 no. no. Let let me rephrase that for you. It's it's not run the clock down. It's called ball control. Ball control. Keep the ball out of their hands. Control the there offense. You go. Five yards, a cloud of dust, and control the game. That's I stand exactly corrected. Right. Here comes Sitko, oh, and they got him nice wrapped up play. now. Boy, they read him. They read it. Number uh, 30, 30 started it. It was Wesley Graham who quickly read it and brought him down there, Bruce, for really the uh, Falcons. Nice penetration into the backfield there. So it's going to be. Losses. It's third and five. Third and five. I don't know why it says third and 42. They'll get it up here in a second. <laughs> All right. and Burns are scoreless in the second quarter. Glenn, yeah. seven. Butler, 42 and a half in a playoff game. How about that they one? They better update that right there because that's not right. 14 to 10 at the half. It's yeah. 21 to 10, guys. Clayton's got trips to the right. Single Shout out to set. Nick Stevens at HighSchoolOT.com. throw. An open throw. Oh, oh almost man. intercepted. It was broken up by number 30. Number 30 breaking up of Wesley, Wesley Graham. Graham. Fourth and five. We're gonna have, looks like we'll be punting the ball. Clayton trying everything they could, and they drive back here. What, what a job from one Wesley to another, from Wesley Outland to Wesley Graham for Southeast. Did a, a good job making that stop there on that play. So here and we go. And this is fourth down. Clayton's going to have to punt it as Mason Rambo is ready to send it deep. Number 44, the Bigfoot. Need here. A punt here. The kick is up, and it is a send right through the middle. Around to the 35 or 25. Got to wrap him up. Nice play. Him up. There you go, Mark. He might have got maybe one or two, and then they brought him around number to see 40, a white and blue. Yes, number 41, Patrick Mann, down there on the coverage to make the tackle. Number 41, Patrick Mann. It was Jordan Farmer on the return, and Patrick Mann quickly stopped him. Number four, uh, 41, outside linebacker. 31 yards on the punt and a uh, – Three-yard return. Southeast Gilford's going to get the ball on their own 29-yard line where it'll be first and 10. 21 to 10, up by 11. Here we go. 21 to 10, the playoffs. This is the playoffs. You win, you advance. You lose, you go home. And it's playing again in the fall. Motion movement by Graham. Sends it up the middle. And they read it. They read it. He about fumbled it. Number five did. And quickly, Christian Brown. He might have gotten back. Maybe, yeah. And it's saying it's Isaiah Menango on the contact, bringing him down. Back to the original line of scrimmage. Mason Rambo got it all started again. Bruce Barrett, the Green Beret, number 44. Well, it's penetration from our defense. And that's one of the things we talked about before the ball game is our quickness on defense. Could it sustain the uh, the blocking and the power from their big offensive line? Here we go. Second, second and nine. nine. They're going to give him a yard on that run. Going to be at least a run up the field for Brown. The second and nine now. Shotgun Ball formation. will go on the 30-yard line. Second and nine, ball on the 30. Motion trips to the left, two Looking left on the right one. outside receiver, number Open 22. Yes, sir, he up to the man, and Octavius Benton. He's going to get a first down, but he's out of bounds at about the 43, 42-yard line. And that's number four of Tyson Riggins and 22, Eli Price, stopping him for the Comets. Yes. 12, 12 yards on that uh, pass play there, 42. first and 10. And first and 10, ball on the 30. 42. Clayton, Clayton covered that well, but those those isolation plays, you're trying to one on, get one-on-one. Your athlete on the other team's athlete. First and 10 ball now on the 42-yard line. 
Waiting for motion, movement, QB. Zion Fleming sends it. Actually, that's going to be number five of Brown. Yep. Little counter the play middle. Quarter, the uh, quarterback's in a shotgun formation, and the running back to, uh, to his right stepped to his right and then came back to the left there. That was McQuitty. And uh, it was a good pickup of about three yards there. Mm -hmm. That was Darren McQuitty who got that run for the Falcons, and it's going to be now second and seven. Second three, and seven, ball on the 45. Coming up on the three-minute mark of the third quarter. Uh -oh, Here we see. go. Motion. Showing signs. Spellman ready to blitz on one side. And a takeaway of oh. oh. Boy, Anderson about grabbed up and snatched it, Mark Coates. Yep, that was a that was that was a good pass out there, number five. Christian for, Brown. Yep, he uh it hit him in the hands, but it had it had some zip on it and it, it went right through his hands. Right wow, through that his was hands. number eighteen of Ron Tavian Hunter. Third and seven. And Ron Tavian Hunter read it. He showed signs of blitz on Hunter on the left and Spellman on the right, and then Hunter quickly just jumped in there and it's incomplete. It could have been an interception, Bruce, but it's yeah, incomplete. Tip drill, but key, there was nobody there. <laughs> key third play, and seven. Key play on third down. Two fifty-five left to go in the third. Play right here, folks. Second round coming up. If they advance, Clayton up by He's eleven. The throw. Look at the throw. Nice pocket. A, a good nice run the there. A good number five. They're going to push him there. back. That's all right. He'll get he'll get the uh, first down yardage on about the Clayton thirty six yard line. What a catch by Christian Brown! That was about a fifteen yard in route. Number six, Keith Cox on the initial hit, and then it was like just piling up and then steamrolling them back, Bruce. Mm -hmm. I'd say that's twenty four yards on that uh, throw there. It was. And the nice pocket, though. What about the pocket that offensive line gave their quarterback yes. to step up and throw that ball? That's exactly right. The quarterback, they're going to catch him behind the line. QB goes down, Zion Fleming. So the, court, the quarterback's trying. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Time to read the play and decide whether to keep it or hand it off. And that right there cost him. He held on it too long. He should have handed the ball off. That was Ron Tavian That was Ron Tavian Hunter and Amari Bryant that made the tackle on the yeah. QB. Yeah, we, we talked about that a little while ago, Mark, where he was he's just it's taking him too long to read it. It's just a long developing play and uh, the defense is able to get in there and make the stop for a loss. He was just be he's he's just he was just a little indecisive on that play. That's what hurt him. First and fourteen ball on the forty now. Offsides Oh, they didn't call it. it. They didn't call it, and They're he's going to open man. He's going to throw it deep. And it's incomplete. incomplete. No flags. And no think, flags. Incomplete. You know, he didn't even make a break on the football. I think he lost the ball in the lights there. He may have. 
because he kept streaking down the field. He was running almost like a uh, a, a post corner maybe route, and he never went back to where the football landed. That right. I that think was, I, I think what happened was the quarterback was throwing it to the spot. He didn't run the route right. Yeah, it could have been that, yeah. That was Keith Cox and Tyson Riggins that were there on defense. No flags, no pass interference called. Third and about 14. And a third and 14 coming up. 146 left here in the third quarter. Clayton up by 11. Running. He's looking to oh, throw the ball deep. Fake. He's going to throw it. Open man. He's, He's short. Incomplete. He throws it to the ground. <coughs> he short. Was... Adam Douglas is short. Incomplete. And he was there, Coach. He was, he was there. there. He, he was. was there. The pressure on the quarterback, I think, made him rush that throw. He put a little extra on it than what he He literally he... had it come up and said, dang, gung it. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a punting situation for Southeast Guilford now, it looks like. It is. It is. Fourth and 14. Fourth and 14. Now, if I'm the punter here, I try to aim to the sideline here uh, to keep a return. A fourth and 14, ready to send it, the punt. A bad oh, snap. Oh, a bad, bad snap. snap. He'll make something out of nothing, though. And, this, and look at this oh, recovery. That's a up. smart play. Yes, sir. He's going down the sideline. Oh, man. Oh, that is football right there, Mark I thought Mark that Coates. was going to be a busted play. I thought that they should have called the punter down. It looked like his knee touched. But they're not. But they didn't call it. And that, yeah. that little short kick, we were able to cover it by not being back. And Bruce. That was about a four-yard punt. Yeah, that's not going to happen often. And I'm Who was it, Who was it? A 25-yard return. Something like that. Clayton's going to get the ball on the southeast wow. 41-yard line. with one thirty one to play in the something third. Out of nothing and the lead. And, and making the lead. it work. We need to score right here, Bruce. Making Come. something out of nothing and yes. making it work for yes. sure. What a drive. Second down. Second down. Second no, and ten. No gain. Yep. The ball's right on the 41-yard line. It's yep. uh, the nose of the football. And Bruce, as you said, literally making something out of nothing, and then you make it into a big, big play for yep. Clayton. I tell you what, you know, a nice uh, route right now is like a little post-corner route. Would really be nice right now, Coach. Yes, it would. Second and 11. They got under trips a to this side. Watch them now. Motion, movement. Anderson well, gives it to Cinco. Come outside, Cinco. Cinco up the middle. Sinko, I think he got first down. First down, move the chains. Yes. First down, they'll stop the clock. I thought he was gone. I'm not sure who made that shoestring tackle or if he slipped, but he he broke that one out to the wide open. Gain of 11 yards there. Mark, you're exactly right. He slipped. Did he? Man, he was gone. He slipped. According to Kim, he slipped. Thank you, Kim. And Sinko slipped, and that kept him from getting that drive. Sustained a drive. 33 seconds and counting. First and 10, ball on the 30. Clayton trying to make something happen here before the end of the third quarter. Ready, motion. Anderson gives it to Sinko up the middle again, and they'll bring him down. He goes down hard. That's okay. Let the clock run. Second, and he got about two, maybe three yards on that. That was Wesley Graham on the tackle, number 30. Second and eight. Wesley Graham was there. And we're going to the fourth quarter, folks. Clayton is not going to run a play. They are seeing something, Mark, on the left side of the defense. Because they have attacked that, and I mean they've attacked it mercilessly for big yardage. And uh, that right now has been the key because that left side, they have really exploited it uh, against Southeast Guilford tonight. Well, they're they're, they're looking to run up the middle and away. 
So if you notice, if you notice, Southeast is lining up typically to the wide side of the field. Clayton is playing to the back side of that. So, Kim, I, I know you're on the away side, and I know this is Greensboro. We're probably 75 miles from home. But, man, it is just like Clayton atmosphere over there. It is loud. It is electric. And somewhere over there I know was Dr. Coach uh, Principal Bennett Jones. If you could grab him and get his thoughts of this on the road. Redemption, you said we needed to do that. Your thoughts as we go into the fourth quarter. Yeah, the, not only are the players fired up, the fans are fired up. This, Like you said, it's an away game, but it sure feels like a home game on this side of the field. Certainly does. I hope you can grab the. Hope you can grab Bennett Jones. No, he's to get his he's calls. he's not on the sideline tonight. Okay. He's he's up above. I think he is up in the stands with the fans. How about that, guys? No, I think he's. Yeah. I think he's up watching from a top. That's good. All right, folks. That's we, good. We've well, talked, that's good though. We've talked about this all week. Right now, they've got to execute. It's a two-score game. If we Fourth can score, quarter. if we can score a touchdown on this drive, it would put us up by three scores. Here we go, Clayton, motion movement, Oh man! and they read him. 32 brought him down. That was Camber Alcorn, number 32, Mm. the defense for the Falcons. It's going to be a third, and we're going to call it 13 now. Yeah, he lost about three or four. He did. He did. Well, this is here now. They ran right into their strength right then on the defense. It's going to be third and 13. The ball is spotted at the Southeast Guilford 33-yard line on the near hash here. Let's a see third and 13, ball on the 33. A lot of threes in this. Actually, float. it's pistol formation. Twin receivers to the near side and Motion one to the far movement. side. movement. Here comes now Cam- Campbell. Darian Campbell will move. Here comes Anderson. He's wide Anderson. open. He'll throw it open. He's got him. He's yeah. caught. It's going to Jonathan. Yes, Jonathan. Clayton, touchdown again. Come and score! Number two, Jaden Farrington was lined up on the visiting sideline one-on-one. You you read it! Yes. From up here! That was a one-on-one situation, yes. Holy he just cow! Beat his man to the inside. You Noah just made literally, the throw. He opened the door, Bruce Barrett, and Farrington just looked and was ready and called it end zone touchdown, Clayton again. Wow. About to be up by three scores. The kick could be up, Boy, could be up by huge. 20, by 18 points. The kick is up. It is good. Yes. Yes. 28, eight, 28 to 10. So what this means now is Clayton is up by 18 points. Yes, three scores. So, so three scores. At the best, we're talking three touchdowns, or we're talking two touchdowns, two two-point conversions, and a field goal. Wow. So wow. By, by no means is the game over. There's 11 minutes, eight seconds left to go in the fourth quarter. Okay. As I've said before, keep your foot on the pedal. Do not let no. up. That's Do right. That's right. That's right. Man, turn the water faucet on high. <laughs> you know, but here we go. Two minutes and 41 seconds. They went 41 yards, uh, and it was a touchdown pass, 34-yard touchdown pass, and I believe that was on third down. It was third down. It was, it was third, third down. Wow. What a play. Third and 13, third and 15. Kim Winslow like up by three scores, getting loud here in that Greensboro for Seatown. Your thoughts on the sidelines? That was fantastic execution on the Comets. You know, he was single covered. The safety was not close. And I got a little nervous when he had to actually come back to catch the the football. It was thrown just a tad bit short, but Jaden came back and got it. Yes, that was good part. That was good play on his part. Yep, turned around, made a move on the defender, and headed to the end zone. And then he beat two men. He beat two men. Yeah, he split the the defenders. He sure did. 
pickup, and here we go. Ball on the 20. Whoa! Wow. That's Isaiah Menanga. He's trying to tackle the football. Isaiah Menanga going after the football. That was a... Isaiah Menanga and Eli Price, both of them. Down to you, Kim. Now I was going to say, Isaiah was coming in hot. Yes. Isaiah Menanga was ready to put his head on the rock. I know his mama wasn't able to make it tonight, but she's listening online. So your baby did good, Mimi. That young, that young man wow. has come a long way. I coached him when we were at the Civitan. Bruce, he was he was on my team along with my children and some of the rest of the kids that are out here tonight, and he has a bright future in front of him. So the ball is going to be placed at the 21-yard line, and right. it's going to be Southeast Guilford. Boy, they really need to, they need to respond here. This is a big drive for them. Clayton doesn't need to do anything fancy, play defense like you've been. Hopefully we can get a turnover in this situation. And let the clock run down whenever they get the Number ball. Two, Just the ball run carried. the ball. He is tackled out of bounds about the 22-yard line. That was Maybe Cameron Williams. Maybe, Maybe a the yard. Maybe yard. Yep, Cameron Williams, a whole host of comments was there, 56, 54, 25. I was able to dig out, including Jaden Moore. Cade Cyrus the virus. I know he'll love it when I said that for him. And Bo Summers in 25 as well. They're actually going to give him uh, two yards there. They're spotting the ball mm-hmm. on the 23-yard line. But you know what kind of pursuit you call that, Mark? What's that? Real good pursuit. Yes. And my apologies, that is actually <laughs> Alejandro Rubio, number 25, in the game. Alejandro Rubio, number 25, He's from the JV. He steps back to it's throw. Open throw. Here we go. Is he there? He's out of bounds. He is out of bounds. I incomplete. think he caught it, but it's incomplete. Yeah. you got to get wow. at least one foot down. That would have been a good play, though, if it would have worked, Mark. Yeah, well, I mean, it, go it, route. It, it, you know, the, the blocking was there, the pass was there, but it was a little long. That's right. I mean. Guys, one thing I have to say, I'm so happy to see and showed hand, Shane Handy and the, and the coaching staff has got to be happy as well. Penalties. Not a yeah, lot of penalty flags. They turned that Props around. on the yellow laundry not being used many times on Clayton tonight. Let, let, oh, 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 the game ain't over yet. Yeah, that's okay. true. Don't go jinx him just yet. That's true, yeah. I'm so. over here knocking on my head, this which is means a, knock on wood. This is know? an improvement. Yeah. As you say in uh, baseball, softball, knock on wood. But He's you looking to throw again. He's trying to step up and go Oh, they got him sacked. He's down. Oh, we got helmets coming off as well. Boy, and the football sack. field looked like the Royal Rumble just then. The Clayton defense has come to play tonight. That's right, and that's the first sack of the ball game. I, I, I'm Donovan Spellman. That was Donovan Spellman that went in there and put and the hit on. And 10. And yes, they got to kick it. You talk about this momentum, Mark and uh, Bruce, you know, you just – it's wow. impressive, folks. You start turning it on. You see Clayton offensively doing good. They score, and the defense comes back, and they say, okay, you, you did good. We're going to respond. We're going to do good. Yes. We're going to make stops. And making big stops at that. A fourth and ten. Ball on the 21. Kick is up, and boy, oh, he about blocked it. No, they didn't call it. Wow. I thought Isaiah Menanga. At least running into the kicker, but they no, didn't call no, it. No, no, or Donovan no. Spellman. Might have been some good play acting. Yeah. That was some good. Yes, it was. Clayton will get the ball on their own 40-yard line. Down to you, Kim. No, I was just going to say, that was some some good acting on the part of the punter. That was good acting. Isaiah never got I mean, obviously, he was close to him, but never came close to touching well, that's, him. That's yeah. good coaching. Cause yeah, you, Isaiah Mananga, so if, close. If you, if you react to it like that, you make the referee make the call. Yeah, but it's a 40-yard punt. Well, that's okay. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm just saying he's still got a good punt off. We got the ball in decent field position. Oh, first yeah. First 10 on the 40, so I'll, I'll take that. Clayton ready to go, and it's going to be Anderson up the middle to my buddy Senko. It's going to be Antonio Senko. 
Pick up at least two or three coming yep. up. Second and at seven. Looks and, like, let's see where they're going to mark that. Looks like they're going to mark on about 43, so second and seven. Yeah, and second I'm gonna, and seven. I'm yeah. going to tell you something right now. Clayton, uh, folks out there, you know, they come in as a number seven seed. That's right. Yeah. And uh, they are taking it right now to the number two seed. Uh, this this is an amazing, uh, amazing effort by Clayton so far, but there's still football left to play. Here we go. 28 to 10 in the fourth. Up the middle. Sinko off Cinco. to the right. He, he, cuts behind, he, he cuts behind number chains. nine, Hortzman, for a first down. Got around Hortzman, hooked up. He had help. He had blockers. Got him up to the first down. Move the chains. Nine minutes, 30 seconds to play. Part, part, part of taking that ball. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli? I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On the 40-yard line, Bruce, now that we, <coughs> you've got 60 yards to work with. So right, right right now is a good time to manage that clock. That's right. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. keep it on the ground and stay in bounds. Yeah, Wait, manage the stay clock. Stay in bounds. Don't run it down for sure, definitely. You you want to run this clock down to as much as you can run it down to. Play right clock's after Clayton. First and 10, ball on the 48 now. Clayton trying to run the clock. Sinco up the middle. About and they'll one. get a nice drive and come after him. He might have brought about one or two, and then they pushed him back to the goal line or, or to the uh, line of scrimmage. Looks like they're marketed on the 46, which is going to be a gain of two. A gain of two, yep. That's okay. Clock's running, 845 to play. And I remember, even though you gain and then they push you back, it goes back to wherever your foot stopped in placement where you get the ball put back yes, again. Wherever, the ball, wherever your knee is and where the ball is when that knee goes down is That's where right. they're going to spot it. That's right. First, second and eight. Ball on the 46. Clayton on the road in the playoffs. First round. Anderson sends it up to Sinco. Oh, that was a good play. And what a drive. Mm. By the uh, off the defensive, the defensive of uh, South Southeast Gelford Red at number 30 on the tackle of Wesley Graham, Bruce Barrett. And he also had help from Jordan Dollard in 41. Yeah, number 45 was the first one to make contact, though. And then he got a host of help. Max Steele. Yeah, so that was really a nice play. Clayton is trying to take the time off the clock. We we're now under eight minutes with third and nine. Uh, Coach Handy needs to dial up something here where we can try to try to at least get a first down. At one time, this crowd at Southeast Guilford was deafening. Now you can literally hear a pin drop in the triad. Here comes Senko up the middle. Oh, he's he's trying so hard to make a stop. He never went oh, he down. Broke he out never of went it. He down. never, he went, never down. went down. And he had Brenny to the referee. They Move have, out of the way, Zebra! They blew the play dead. They blew the play dead because of forward progress. Damn. Wow. Oh, uh, well. 
I don't know about that's, that. One, that's a judgment call on the referee, so yep. we'll maybe give that one to him. And but. I will say, I'm glad that there wasn't no yellow flag thrown no, for maybe but, Sinko running into but, him or something but, like but that. The clock no, no, is that's, running. That's football there, folks. The clock is running. The clock's that's running, right. Mark Coates, and that's what you said we needed to do. Let it run, baby, run. 17, 15 Boy, seconds. there is going to be a humdinger celebration party in Joe Clayton tonight if they pull this off. They don't have to snap it yet. He's looking at the clock. Very Motion wise. Movement. The kick is up, and it's Rambo, and he will punt it. Fair catch is called. It's called. He fumbled. Fair Clay got the ball. Clay got he the ball. He fumbled He fumbled it. And, and we t- took it away. I think he fumbled it. I think Clay That's got the ball back. Clay's it ball. is. It's Comet's it ball. Comet's it's Comet's ball. ball. The 14-yard line. Now, they cannot advance that muff. But wow. it's going to be Clayton's ball. They're going to call it dead right, right there. Right there. And that's a first it's down. Not, exactly. That, now, oh, my goodness. They lost the ball. In the red zone. Yes, it is. It's Comets back on the offense. Here we go again. So, what a mistake. So, oh, goodness. So, so what happened was he called the fair catch. But once the ball hit his hand it, and it he popped bobbled, up, he, he bobbled it. it. Yes. Our player was standing we got right it. there to take it away from You him. still That's have right. to control the football. That's yes. right. Here we go, Clayton ready to go on a first and ten. Up the middle, Clayton trying to pick up some and more. Clayton's and as you said, down and you said, Mark, no. running the clock down. Run the clock down. We're at 640. Now, this is a continuation of the drive because there never was a change of possession. That is correct. So, so this pu- drive is continuing. That started on the 39-yard line. That fumble or that fumble recovery on that punt is just as good it's as a a thir- it's just as good as 30-yard pass completion. That's correct. That continues that drive officially. Running now on a second and ten ball on the ten. Here we go. The Come motion on, in the middle. Send it up to. We smell it. Send it to Sinko. Sinko's the there. The water cut it up. Cut it out. They're going to call a flag. Touchdown. Oh no! They're going to call Jaden Farrington for holding. they're going to call him for holding. I think it's a good call, Mark. I really do. They got holding on Farrington. I believe that's a good call, Mark. I was sitting here watching him, and I saw a little bit of jersey. Saw a little bit of jersey there, so. That was probably a good call. Uh, yeah. Wow. Isolated one-on-one on that outside, sometimes it's hard not to. You could probably call that holding just about every other play. Well, you, yeah, you call holding on every play if you really want to. Now, really if that could. wouldn't have been holding, would he got six, you think? What a drive. What a run. Well, well, yeah. And the referee there be, is holding. But you know something? The the. We're, we keep possession. It's still suck it down. And the clock. That penalty in that situation, yes, it keeps you from scoring. But the clock runs. Well, we, we're keeping possession. So, let's, let's, we need yep. to get in the end zone. It does stop the clock, though. The penalty does stop the clock here. 6.09 to go in the game. When you're up 28 to 10. 28 you, to 10, yeah. You don't want to make that mistake, but it doesn't hurt you as bad. Boy, so close. Here we go. Up the middle, it's Sinko. Sinko, he had a run. It's like yes, parting the Red they're pushing, Seas. They're pushing. And he keeps Clayton's on going. Clayton's offensive line is dominating right now. And believe it or not, they could literally get to the two-yard line, Bruce Barrett, and you'd move the chains again for a first and goal. That's right. Now, and that muffed punt now, not a fumble punt, but it's a muffed, muffed punt. punt. There's a difference. And uh, that right there, right now, is a key play in this drive because that continued the drive for Clayton. 39, guys. Our sponsor, uh, our spotter, not our sponsor, our spotter Amy Coates was telling me in my headset that uh, – she feels that Southeast Guilford Falcons team is the most respected team we've played all year. I agree like with that. They have really been very yes. respectful. This There's is... not been any cheap shots. Here we go with Sinco up the middle. A he's... drive, a run, and he's going right to get to into the, the dog pile. 
He's going to get to the middle of the field down to yep. about the 10-yard line where it will be about fourth and five. And so far, this is the eighth play of the drive. We're counting the punt as a play. Coach, Coach yeah. Handy is sending in the field goal unit. Wyatt and Williams, number 14, is out on the field. Here he comes. And we know he's been working good, and clicking him on the foot. So, here we go. What does that be like around a 27-yarder, uh, 27, 27 28-yard field goal from the center of the field. Here we go. 27-yard attempt. Need a good snap I and think a good he hold. could make it. Wyatt Williams, the senior 5'8", 140, soccer player now, football player. He's kicker reds up. It's up got the distance. It is it's good. Field goal, good. 31 to 10. Clayton, Clayton 443 left in the quarter in the game. Clayton leads by 21 with 443 to go in the fourth quarter. Field goal. Bruce, as they always say, you got to make something out of nothing. Absolutely. And that's what they did. He'll tally up the drive here in a moment. Thanks. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> 31 to 10. This science silence crowd here in Greensboro. Coach Earl Bates and the uh, Southeast Guilford Falcons, again, the conference champions of the mid-Piedmont 3A. They came in as the number two seed for the 3A bracket here, taking on the number seven seed for the Comets. We were the runner-ups in the Greater News 3A. We lost one game in the season to Cleveland. Okay, thank you. Kim Winslow, down to you. Got to make something out of nothing. At least points are points. It's 31 to 10. Yeah, they put some points on the board. Um, I do want to say, uh, as the comments come back on defense, they will be without Keith Cox for a little bit. On that play, when that running play, he took a shot to the uh, quad with a helmet. So they're tending to him, putting some ice on it. So I don't think he'll be in in this series. All right, thank you for that update there. Kick off out of bounds again. That last scoring drive took five minutes and tw- precious time. Precious yes. time. Five minutes yes. and 28 seconds. Yes. 61-yard drive. Uh, it was the muffed punt that continued the drive, and it was a uh, it was a 27-yard field goal that was good. And now with 4:43 left to go, it's 31 to 10, and Clayton on the road. Has been very impressive. And with 4.43 to play, Bruce, the only big play we'd give up tonight was that big pass play that they scored their touchdown and, on. And maybe the kickoff return, which didn't uh, get any points. He's looking it to throw. Motion movement and the throw, and it's good. Fake to the Tripped backside. him up. He couldn't get to him in time. That's Octavius Benton. And they're going to take him down. That was a little that was a little razzle-dazzle. They looked to throw it to the visitor sideline and then come back and threw it back to the backside. It'd be a 20-yard 44, pass Mason Rambo and a handful of other defensive men there for the Comets on the stop on Southeast. Benton. But like you said, Mark, you can't make these shoe-collar tackles and, and, and then make mistakes because it allows Octavius to keep running. Just, no, 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 no. Right now, you just want to keep the ball in front of you. Don't do anything yeah. fancy. Keep the pressure on. Play your game. You know, if they score here. And tackle them in bounds. Yes, you want to keep that. Yes, keep that clock running. Four seventeen left to go in regulation of the fourth quarter. The first round of the playoffs. It's looking good for Clayton to go to the second round. Pressure. Brought him down. Our Big QB sack on Fleming, number six. Donovan Spellman bringing the heat. Donovan is also a D1, D1 prospect for Clayton. Did you yes, Donovan Spellman. Amari Bryant helped also. That swim move was pretty, buddy. Get 
yes. found out the offensive lineman. He, he certainly did. Loss of four. But you know, you know, Bruce, that was on purpose. The young man, the young man, put pressure up the field, uh-huh. forcing the, forcing the quarterback to step up, knowing he could spin back to him with his speed and athleticism. Yeah, Thirty-one to ten. Second sack of the game for Clayton. Thirty-one to ten. Motion movement. Here comes Clayton reading it. As here comes English going back and forth. That's Graham back and forth, left to right. Carry. And we got a flag on the play. We got a flag on the play over there. Right at the 50 at midfield. There's a flag on the play. It come from the judge. Let's see what they let's see what they call. We are, we do have a flag. He shorted the first time. It might be not enough men on the line of scrimmage. Illegal shift. Illegal shift illegal against. Shift. Okay. It's a legal shift against Southeast Guilford. So this is coming back five yards from the previous spot. It just goes to show. Wow. You, you know some of the some of the plays, some of the calls, you know, are, are going the other direction now for us, and we're able to take advantage of that. So that illegal, illegal shift. Mo- illegal motion is oh, what wow. he's calling. Yeah. This is going to be ten, fifteen, almost third and. 20. And you just vaguely heard the referee Second in our 20. headsets just a moment ago, and I actually was contemplating hacking into their signal here. Hacking is a nice hacking, word of yeah, saying it. Yeah. Uh, professionally getting into the signal out. and plugging in to hear the referees on the field. And, uh, and we have a timeout now. Southeast Guilford just burned their first time out of the half of the second half. Clayton has come out and dominated the second half. They have played some inspired football. Four no nine. doubt about it. My goodness. What was it? 14-10 at half. 14, it was 14 at 10 half. at the and half. They pitched, they pitched a shutout in, in the, the second, second half. 31-10 to 10 now. And Kim the defense, Winslow. Yeah. The defense has played very well because you yes. got to remember they stopped them for a field goal. And then they got them down here, and, and they didn't score. Yes. And they were the defense has really played. There was some times when they had some big plays, but the defense bent. They didn't break. Yes, and we have made the plays tonight that in the past couple of games would hurt us. Would hurt us. What we would go down and get to the two yard line and be stopped or pushed back. Now tonight, our opponent, we're pushing them back, and we're taking advantage of what of the of the. An opportunity to score. Kim minute. Winslow, we'll throw it down to you here in just a moment after the snap, but uh, we'll wait for this play to wrap up. As we have a second and three 14 minutes. ball on the 46, three minutes left to go in regulation. And here comes here motion. Comes here pressure. comes pressure by Spellman. And they're going to let nice him read pass. it. And he's a call it. Number five, Christian Brown. Yeah, he's going to get a first down. Get down inside move the, the change to the 30. After that penalty, they able to get something back out of it. But, Kim, back down to you on the sidelines as they reset the chains. 31-yard reception. How much talk do you think was done by Coach Shane Handy and even the coaching staff on redemption? And, guys, this is who beat you back 13-6 to in 2019. You know what, to be honest, I, I don't think that they focused on that much. Like really? I said, it's a, diff, it's a new coaching staff, a lot of the same players. They know this is a different game this year. So I, don't, I think the fans probably focused on it more than the, the coaches did. I know our broadcast crew did. Sorry. Incomplete. <laughs> Pass incomplete. I can, look, I can, tell you what they, I can tell you what they focused on. Yeah. And what they focused getting on. Getting their job done. Well, getting better. Yeah. Yes. Everybody doing their job and getting better. If you take care of you and focus on what you can control, then I say then you things go out will and you fall play into place for the things you can't and control. Everything right? else will fall into place. That's right. You make you better. Don't worry about your opponent. 31 to 10. Gentlemen, it looks like we might be going back on the road for another Friday night in the second round, Bruce I'm Barry. all for that. What a game here. Here we go. Second and 10 from the 29-yard line. 
Second and 10. Ball on the 29. He's looking to throw. He steps throw up in, in the pocket. QB's He's going to run on his own. He got tripped up, and they brought him down. They're going to bring him down about the 25. And we got a player down as well. I think he got ran over whenever the QB tried to take off. And Well, there, there, there's a lot going on down there. Yeah. That read that read option, if you're not careful, you, you run into one another, you get your feet tangled up. Um. But a gain of about four there for second. He was looking, Cyrus he the was virus on the tackle. Kate Cyrus Bruce. He Barrett. was looking downfield and just could not find a receiver right. open. Yeah. Everybody was covered. Third and four. Ball on the twenty four. So here He's comes Southeast He's trying to get to something right. started. He's try to throw. throw, and it is it's caught. Complete. Spot piece. He's out it about is. the six-yard six line. And he was good at all the leagues because he put two feet down on that ground before he went out of bounds. So, so that was South- a catch by number 10 of uh, Adam Douglas. Southeast is pulling, pulling some plays out of the Cleveland playbook. They're trying to isolate the quarterback, getting him to roll out. That's right. We got pressure on him when he's up in the pocket. <laughs> so now they're trying to get him out in space. To one, be able to create some plays. One fifty-seven left to go in the game. Clayton up thirty-one to ten on the road in the southeast. Playoffs. First and goal. They're trying to punch on the end zone, uh, we and jumped. we got a whistle. And I think he jumped a little soon. <laughs> a little anxious. Half the distance <laughs> to the goal. Yeah, well, gonna put the ball right about the three-yard line. One of the few mistakes made on the defense tonight. All right, so a dead and ball. I want to say that I think the officials have called a really, a yes. really good game. Yes, thing. they have. And They've the done thing a, is, the officials, yes. they earned the right to go to the playoffs also oh, yeah. during the year. Oh, so. yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> but Try to be nice sometimes. But I'm going to tell you something, Bruce. It, it's interesting that we're playing Up a team. Up the middle, touchdown. And they score. A score for Southeast Guilford. That's Jalen Fairley, number 25. And Jalen Fairley, the cornerback, running back, 5'8", 170, senior, will score. Obviously, you think they're going to go for two, Bruce? No, Bruce? no they're going to kick the extra point. Okay, for the extra point? Yeah, there's no reason to go for two. 31 they're, they're, to 19. Hey, at least they let them score. Well, they're, let they're, them get they're down 21 yeah. points. So, everything, you know, everything's by seven. So, it'll go up. If they make this, it'll be 31-17. They'll be down by two touchdowns. Could we think an onside kick? Uh, I would expect I would one. expect yes. an onside kick. If I was Bruce Barrett, what do you think? Uh, well, I would. That's the only chance you got. I mean, onside kick or some kind of pooch kick or pooch something. kick. The old Alabama thing that year they did against Clemson, where they just well the ball on. But that drive, two minutes and forty-four seconds, eight plays went uh, sixty-five yards. And even though they scored, they took time off the clock. They really did, yeah. They so did. that was as much in our favor as it was anything. They, uh, Clayton wanted to keep everything in front of them, and they did. They did. They and, did. and uh, but they 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 made tackles in on the play field. The only thing that on the catch that was made here, he right. went out of bounds. But I think the damage had been done at that point. Mm-hmm. And and something I'm gonna go back to, Bruce. We're talking about the officiating tonight. I think one of the things is in our advantage tonight. Southeast Guilford has some big offensive linemen. We have some big offensive linemen. Yes. Oh yeah. The, the times I have noticed that we've been called or or been felt like we've been picked on has been when we've been playing against teams that are much smaller than us. Right, yeah. So, I think they've let them play tonight, and they've done a good job. It has. Let the 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 boys play, and the referees did a great job for sure, definitely. I don't don't see any – now there's the one big hit that everybody down here thought it was a good play, but that helmet-to-helmet thing, you know, they they won a rule in the uh, – 
They're going to err on the side, on the side, side of, safety of safety of the players. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. I thought he hit the guy in his shoulder about right here when he hit him. Got to think an onside kick is coming, 31-17. to 17. But I will say the referee was closer to the play than I was. Yes. Here it comes, and it is. Onside kick. I got and a they big hop, it. and they Just got go a down. Just go down. i tell you what, though. What was another big play? Remember the punt where it was short? A short punt that Southeast uh, Guilford and our one of our uh, players picked it up and started running with it. Yes, that was yes, that, that was, was the huge. Third quarter, yes, yeah, that was a big, that was that was really a great special teams play in the heads up football. Smart football. Yeah, yeah. Smart football indeed. And I think we're going to start taking some knees here. Maybe they maybe went for the onside kick and well, they ran it down. What do you do? They got trips to the near side. Here South, we go. Southeast has got two timeouts. I think that's true. Yes, they do. So we got to do a little bit more than just run up the middle. Senko and there's Antonio Senko. There he goes. That's that offensive line wearing wearing on that defense. At least nine yards on the pickup. One yard to the first down. Minute forty to play. Clock is running. Second and two. Second and two or a second and one. They won't throw the ball and they're going to keep running it to keep the clock moving. Yeah, I guarantee you we're not going to throw the ball here with a minute and a half left. No, they're going to run the clock no. down. They are literally going to run, stop it, the run clock. it down. First down. That'll First and stop 10 coming temporary. up. Yes, and south, southeast with a minute 27. They don't appear that they're going to take their timeouts. They appear we're just, they're just going to let the game play out. Um, 31-17. Yeah, because if, they, the if, I was going to, if I was going to take my timeouts, I already took them on that last play. So, Clayton now is just – it looks like they're going to advance to what would be considered the, the final four of the East. That's right. With a minute and nine seconds left to play. They're going to advance to the Eastern Four Regional. Yes. The Eastern Four Regional for the Comets. And could we possibly be seeing Cleveland again in the mist again? <laughs> a lot of people wanted that rematch. You know something? I, I, I'm not going to focus on that right now, and neither will the coaches in the That's players. That's what right. to do, right? But I can tell you one sweet thing. If we get them, you thought you saw a football game two, three weeks ago. <laughs> yes, baby, you ain't seen nothing to what it's going to be like if, wow. we, if we meet up with Cleveland in the Eastern Finals. Yes, sir, in the Eastern yeah. Finals, and that will be just down the road. Katie, bar the door in sh- for sure if that happens. But that's that's down the road right now. Cleveland we, has to do their job, but Clayton has to do theirs, and they've done it tonight. Yes, Mark. and Clayton only needs to snap the ball one time. We can let it run down. To 12 seconds, and Clayton is going to win this first round. 31 to 17. Final seconds remaining. It's Anderson. He'll take the knee. The Comets will win on the road here in Greensboro. Southeast Raleigh Falcons, 17. The Clayton Comets will now go to 7-1 in the playoffs now on their record and win 31 to 17 here in Greensboro. Moving on, they will go to the second round, and it will be the quarter four of regional finals, Bruce Barrett. And it's going to be Coach Handy's first playoff win here in Clayton. Clayton. And it's win 102 of his career. 102, yep. Boy, oh boy. Kim, I think it's only fitting, hon. Cut on that wireless mic down on the sideline. Let us hear the celebration of Clayton. This is a joyous group of players right here. Mark is going to leave his post. Mark, thank you, buddy. We'll see you next week. Phenomenal job, my friend. He's going to go celebrate with his family, with the Coates family. Bruce and I will stay in our broadcast position, and you are hearing 
the deafening sounds of the away squad. Listen to them. Listen to them. They are celebrating. Didn't I tell you? I don't, I don't know if you can see down here on the field. I don't know if you can see down here on the field, but the, the players are lifting up the coach. They're chest bumping him. They are they're exciting. They're enjoying the moment. This is so special. Let's go, man. Oh, no, cut that mic back on, Kim. Don't cut the mic off. We want to hear this. They are jumping up. They're hooping. They're hollering. They're doing backflips at the red zone. This is this is a special moment, Bruce Barrett. This is. Well, you know, last Friday night, and uh, the, prayer, the team is uh, kneeling for prayer right now, and I'll tell you this, as a Christian. Wow, yes. It is so much. It means a lot to me. And I know the good Lord appreciates it even more. So that here is a public school that is not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. And they're going to have prayer right now. And I, I, I just salute them for that. Amen. And you know what? We've said this several times. Um, mad respect to, to Sean Newton and Robin and Joe and all the crew here Southeast here at Southeast Guilford. Completely uh, hospitable. Oh gosh, yes. Um, and I was just we, no, no hard feelings to them. One's gonna win, no, one's gonna good, go home. But they got a great thing here at Southeast Guilford. Y'all got uh, something special going on here. Yes, a beautiful arena, a beautiful field, and when it's just said and done, um, man, Bruce, I can't tell you how many years that I've called Comets games for four years on varsity level or played football. And I remember Greensboro Dudley. We played them. In the playoffs, Thanksgiving uh-huh. night after one of our friend, uh, friends' uh, players yeah, we got talked killed. About that. Yeah. And we were there and we played died. them. Yeah. And the mom died and it was very emotional. And we actually pleaded to let the game be played on Saturday because and we could a, go to I the was funeral. Yeah. And um, it was right after Thanksgiving. Yes. And it was right after a snowstorm at that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it was a... Uh, a Saturday yeah. night high school football game. I'll never forget. And that I was never the, will that forget was the, the third, kids. That was the third round of the of the playoffs yeah. for us. I think that's the furthest Clayton's been in a very very long time. And, and I remember the I can't remember the man's the kid's uh, name, but I remember the kid whose mother died of a uh, uh, of a long illness. Caught a touchdown pass and, and looked Susan, up at the and end looked zone. And put his fingers up, pointing to his muscles. That's for you, that mom. That was an emotional thing for me. And That's it for still you, is. mom. Thirty-one to seventeen in the first round of the playoffs. Now, because of the COVID uh, restrictions and the spring football schedule of the playoff bracket, Clayton is now one of the four teams that have advanced it to the Eastern Regional Finals. Wow. So have you got four teams in the state of North Carolina on the east in the 3A, Bruce Barrett? Clayton, Kim, cut that mic on again. Oh, my goodness. Down to the sideline and Kim Winslow. It is loud down there here in Greensboro. And you know I'll grab Coach Handy as soon as I can, but they're still they're celebrating, chanting, Handy, Handy, Handy. We just want to hear it, hon. We just want to hear it. Because we're we're a part of them, just like they are down there. Absolutely, you know what? What a moment! Deshaun Hinton always keeps evading me Grab every him. game. Get I him, get sure him, get right him, tackle right. him if you have to. But as as they usually do, they're going into their position groups. But I'm hunting down those running backs. Yes, ma'am. Look for 24. Look for 21. They both did a phenomenal job. That offensive line Anderson at QB. Really Noah team. Anderson did an awesome job on the QB level. 
I know the game started with Kate Sikowski, but once they put Anderson in, it was a different uh, a different look for Anderson than in weeks past as well. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. A Thirty-one to seventeen. You guys. Are Kim, down on the field to you. Coach. Coach. She she's got Coach Handy. Coach, Coach Handy. Shane Handy. Can I, yeah. Can I grab you real quick? Yeah. Before the game, we talked about – I know you're so excited. This is fantastic. Before the game, we talked about penalties. Much cleaner game. Do you think they realize what happens when they play a cleaner game? That's what we talked about is making sure that we did the right things and and during practice and all that stuff. I was making sure there wasn't nobody coming with Gatorade. You started moving. I was like, I thought Gatorade. I was like, I ain't moving, getting Gatorade. So um, I just oh, felt wow. like I just felt like that was a huge emphasis all week, and we've been emphasizing it. But it, we took twelve, thirteen coaches and just pounded on them and got after them all week long. And so our coaching staff did an unbelievable job maintaining that and talking about that, and uh, they responded and did a good job. They absolutely did. And last week we talked about they were really sluggish with the energy when yeah. they came out on yeah. the field. Yeah. They didn't look like that tonight. They no, looked I like they came that. out fired I didn't feel up. Like that. Yeah, I felt like they were, they were ready to go. And, and uh, you know, everybody did their part. Now, that's what's important. And uh, it's a great win. Great. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Team win. You know, last week the Comets got the win. They did their job, but we walked off not knowing if they were going to live to play another right. week. Oh, How yeah. good is it no, to feel great, that you're walking sorry, off and we're already playing for next week? Great blessing, great blessing. And you know you're playing just, the next uh, week too. And, and a great blessing to come back here and redeem ourselves and get victory. And of course, this being this being a place where I played little league football and stuff like that, so it's kind of a kind of a cool deal. I didn't say that to the players till after the game, but it's neat to be. Uh, you know, I grew up in this town, so it, it was neat to come wow. back and for the kids to play like they're supposed to play. So proud Absolutely. for the kids, excited for the kids. They they deserve it, and then uh, been working really hard and uh, had a had a long couple years, and and uh, just for them to feel that excitement is 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 awesome. That's what we do it for. And I know the fans appreciate it as well. I know you're going to have an, a joyous. Fun celebratory bus ride back. Oh, so have fun. Congratulations, Coach. Thank you. I have a question for the coach if I can. Uh, he's he's walked he's up celebrating. Gone. Okay. I was going to say, you know, I noticed they did a lot of running to the left side. And uh, I thought the left side of the offensive line of scrimmage uh, for Clayton really started seeing some things and were able to exploit that. Well, I'll tell you, just on the film that I had watched, you know, they have the games on NFHS, and, and I watched some of the games. They seemed a little bit, while their interior lineman, you know, was very strong, they looked a little slower on the outside. Right. And we've got a lot of speed, and I thought we yeah. could take advantage of that, you know, with those jet sweeps, and, and we just took the running back and went to the to the outside, and I think they took advantage of it. Cam, find Senko and find Hinton. 
I am trying. What a it moment. Might have, have already headed to the locker room, but I'm, I'm scouting them out. Well, what a moment. Man, oh, man. This is so special for Clayton. Again, getting the win. Last time they Old were in the road. playoffs, they lost 13-6 to here against Southeast Guilford in 2019, November 15th, 2019 to be exact. Back to the hey, field and Kim Winslow. Yeah. I've got one of y'all's favorites down here, Mason Rambo. Yeah! <laughs> they just the Green Beret. You. They call you the Green Beret yes, and your special forces <laughs> out here. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so last year, out on this field, walked away not feeling so good. How good does it feel today walking off? Man, it, just, it feels amazing. It's a blessing, really, to be out here and be back with my brothers on this field to uh, take a dub, really. You just got to go back, this, uh, practice this week and win. Got to do it every day. How did you feel practice went this week? Was there a different vibe in practice knowing this was a playoff game? Yes, ma'am, there was. Uh, really high intensity, worked on everything we messed up on, and just got after it every day. Well, you guys looked fantastic out there. Congratulations. Thank you very we'll much. We'll be back next week. Yes, Thank, you. Thank you, Kim. And the celebration continues. Wait, I'm going to grab Go ahead, Dr. Kim. Jones. Go ahead. Yes. Look. We I want to hear don't. from Principal Dr. Coach. Yes, this I, is the first time we've ever come here once. I, look, I'm coming to find you because last year we were all here at the end of the game. It was a tough game to watch. And I remember hearing you say to that group of players afterwards, this won't happen again. I won't let this happen again, that you were going to find a great coaching staff. Is this what you envisioned? Well, I don't know if I envision coming right back to the exact same spot, but it's pretty fitting. Um, you know, these guys have worked so hard and persevered through so much. And uh, last year, I mean, played their guts out on this field and came up just short. And uh, we did we did make that commitment. You know, football is, is a way, uh, has a tradition at, at Clayton of, of its own. And uh, Coach Handy and, and the job that he's done and bringing in in the midst of COVID, in the midst of everything else, to be able to put this team together, to get them to believe, to play together, uh, and really play their best game of the year uh, when it mattered the most and come down and beat a really good team. So, uh, so proud of Coach Handy and the job he's done, of our guys, the way our guys have committed to it, the process. And, uh, hey, we're in, the, we're in the final eight now. So That's right. And how great was it to see so many Comet fans energized, excited, Oh, well, Common Nation always shows up, and, uh, you know, Common Country made that ride down here. We knew the way here, uh, but just to see our kids believe, getting got down, uh, didn't didn't start off very well, and for our guys just to persevere, the way our offense really controlled the game, uh, ran the ball with such veracity, and then our defense just kept making play after play after play. Uh, it really was a total team effort, and so proud of the guys. To see them get the joy, to look around and see how excited they are, that's why you do what you do. Absolutely. I think they liked that feeling. And you were right. It wasn't going to happen again. We're walking away happy this time. Hey, Kim. Hey, Kim. Ask the principal what does it mean to have CRN and what we're doing on the road and literally trying to carry them all the way to a state championship for broadcast coverage? He walked up, but I do want to answer that question because I want to make a comment about it. But I got Donovan Spellman here. Donovan, what a great game from the defense again. How did that feel out there? Man, what happened was, bro. It, you you know you know, but like in the first, I mean the first the, the first game of the season, man. Like nobody was talking about us and like anything. Like they was ranked over us. Nobody believed in us or nothing. And we just knew if the defense came out strong, I mean the offense is gonna like you know react, you know. And that's what happened, man. We just we just really like. I don't even know. This is the first time I seen my defense turn up like that, man. And, I, and I'm grateful <laughs> for that defense, man. I swear I am. Uh, Donovan, I think we've seen that defense turn up all season long. Yes, However, 
we've, we, before the game, we talked about the size and, and physical nature of their offensive oh, yeah, line. Yeah, 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 but yeah. we talked about the quickness of the Clayton defensive line. Do you think that made the difference? Yes, ma'am. I absolutely do. Um, uh, like their, their their line, I gotta give it to them. Their line was probably the best line I probably faced. I mean, I got two sacks, but like, I mean, it, it was really it was really a dog fight. And I knew it was gonna be a dog fight, but but still, man, like I gotta give my props to their their line. I mean, but I mean, we, it, it, the better team won. <laughs> That's right. And Donovan, real quick, you weren't here last year when Clayton ended the season on this the same no, field. Man. Did the players talk much about it this week, about wanting uh, redemption and, and a different outcome this week, or, or did they just look at it as a whole new season, new game? Man, as soon as we seen who we was going to uh, face against, I got a lot. I got, I, got, I got some texts from the team and said, oh, yeah, this is a rematch and stuff. I got a text from Nick Stevens, uh, this is a rematch. So, I, ain't, I mean, me, me personally, I didn't look at it as a rematch because, I mean, this is my first time going against the team. And, I mean, the hype wasn't as, like, it was like, oh, oh, oh yeah, 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 this team is all right, man. I, I mean, you give your props to the team, everything like that. But, I mean, like I said, a better team won, and that's how it turned out. Look, after last week's game, you guys won. We walked off not knowing. Yeah. Are you going to be able to play another game? Does it feel good to be able to walk off the field knowing you are playing next week? Man, the second round, this is my first time going to the second round. This is, uh, I guess, the seniors' first time going to the second round, like, as seniors. I mean, and I and, I, and we're going to just embrace this in the locker room. I'm going to get on live on Instagram. we on the second round, man. That's that's. A- and, and this year, second round is kind of like third round. I mean, yeah. this year, first round is a lot like second round because there are only half the number of teams. So, in reality, you're almost to the third round. Right, but right. congratulations, Donovan, on another great game. Hey, I and I wanted to an, uh, answer your question about um, what it means with CRN. I just want to say... Um, you know, there's there's a lot of family that can't travel, can't come to the games, yeah. and being able to yeah. stream it. I I had texts. Um, people were tuning in from Florida and Iowa, and so you got family members all over that are tuning in, trying to listen to the game, uh, and you know, following their family, following their friends. So it's it's fantastic. And I had some people from Southeast Guilford um, that were asking me about it, and they just thought it was so cool. That there's a lo- that there's local coverage that travels with the team, and you know the fact that we've picked up covering JV games now and, and so many of the other sports, I think it's just fantastic. And now we have two games of softball, and then the okay. So let's 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 run it down here. The bracket went from 32 to 16 starting the playoffs. Thank you, Kim. We'll throw it to you here in a moment for your final thought. We could stay here forever. Ever, ever, I could just I totally, no I could totally <laughs> savor. This moment for, for, for John S. Mustin and Marlon Lee, the ADs and assistant ADs, for Coach Dr. Principal Bennett Jones, for Shane Handy, for, for Brent Bailey, Darren Banks, Brandon Barrage, uh, Brian Bland, Tyler Dean, Paul Gibbons, Phil Harris, Ryan Johns, Garfield Martin, Sid Naren, Eddie Price, and William Walker. We, we could stay here forever, Bruce. We could literally pull up a, a cot and before we go to the hotel to Caraway Speedway tomorrow for yeah. announcer TV obligations. We could stay here, and, man, this is a good night. This is a good night for Clayton. But with that being said, not knowing we were in until Saturday afternoon, 32 becomes 16. 16 becomes 8, but you have 8 left in the west, 8 left in the east, so if you think about it, we are one of the final four in, in the, the East. Eastern Region final next Friday night. Kim Winslow, back down to you. Absolutely. You know the the comments right now. You know we're seven and one. They've won a lot of games this year. I have not seen them this excited after a game. I think they know they played a quality opponent and they played a fantastic game. 
They certainly did. And your final thoughts, Kim. Get on out of here. You've done a ph- <laughs> phenomenal job. And, hey, hey, guess what? We get to do another we get, day. Hey, we get to do it again. That was so hard last week, you know, walking <laughs> off wondering, is it, it, was. Is it over? It Are was. we done? Do we get to play? And so this is a much better feeling this week. It certainly so Very is. excited to be back at it again tomorrow, next week. And, I look, I know it's going to be an away game. I don't think this team cares no, where, I where think they we'll play. Have, they just want to play I think again. we'll have more fans in the stands, I believe, by next Friday. Oh, God. Well. Oh, oh, Jesus. Well, <laughs> Sorry. I had somebody come up and <laughs> scare the bahonkas out of me. Uh, hey, um, What did you quick, say? Bahonkas. That's that well, Johnson County. That that's that that Johnson County talk right there. I'm going to have to look that word up. I, I thought that was a little more appropriate. Something else I could have said. <laughs> scare hey, the bahonkas out of you. I like that. Bruce, I know you've been checking scores. Have you seen a score on the Chapel Hill-West Brunswick game? Uh He's uh, gonna. He's gonna. Yeah. Th- this is what we're gonna do, Kim. You give your final thoughts. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we will uh, play our commercials. We will look at the scores one more time, and then we will wrap things up here in Greensboro. But Kim, your final thoughts. Phenomenal job. Always love working with you. We live for another game, the Eastern Regional Championship Four next Friday night. We do, and I could not be prouder of this team. They played their most complete game, offensively, yeah, defensively, absolutely. yes, and. You know, they didn't hurt themselves. They didn't have turnovers. They only had a couple of penalties, and it makes a huge difference. I know coaches can say it over and over and over, but I think now that the players really experienced it today, they know they know how to model it for next week. There is going to be a mad party. Back to Joe yeah. Co. Back to Clayton. I, I, I hate it that I have to go to Asheboro tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Kim, thank you. Great Kim, work. I got a question I want to ask him real quick. Kim, you're not done yet. Just one question. <laughs> You said that you got calls from people from other states. Oh, yeah. Can you say that again? Thank you for everybody. Yes, thank you. Where where we got the uh, the texts from Um, and everything? There's people from Florida, Iowa. Um, I heard some from Virginia. So there's people listening all over trying to tune in. You know, I think there's a little extra excitement with it being a playoff game. So, yeah, people are tuning in everywhere. Let me tell you. Thank you, everybody. What does that mean? I'm going to tell you what that means. This football team, there are people in other states that's been following this football team. Amazing. And, Thank you. And Thank I you, just think it's just awesome when you start getting folks. You don't think high school football is big in Florida. All I got to do is say Deion Sanders, Emmett Smith. I mean, come on, Edgar Bennett, Leroy Butler. All of, Football in Florida is huge. I mean, AIG Academy right now is number one in the country, USA Today. Tally up your scores. here they are. Uh, We're starting to get that type of coverage now. It's just really good. For sure. Tally up your final scores. We're going to look at the stats in the playoffs in the first round. Again, Clayton, 31-17, a big win. It's still even on the scoreboard. I love the fact that it's an away game, but they still keep it glowed up on the scoreboard, 31-17. to Clayton Comets on the road here in Greensboro. Props to everybody, Earl Bates and, and uh, you know, Sean Newton, everybody here on the uh, Southeast Guilford Falcons program. And, again, a quick break. When we come back, we will look at the final playoff standings, stats. We will wrap it up, and Clayton will prepare to find out who they will play next Friday night in the NCHSAA Fall, now Spring Football Playoffs Championships in the Eastern Four Regional. Back with more coverage of playoffs on CRN, the Community Radio Network. Final timeout, and we will wrap it up here from Greensboro.
Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. At age 30, Carissa finished her high school diploma. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, you can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that our daughters have what they need to grow and learn. But that isn't the case for nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. that struggle with hunger. Childhood hunger is a heartbreaking reality that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and provides it to families and children in need. You can help kids in need in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. never have met you we don't go way back maybe we wouldn't even be friends if we did but when you wear a mask you have my respect because your mask doesn't protect you it protects me I wear my mask to protect you mask up America brought to you by the Ad Council CRN Sports, proud to be the voice of the Clayton Comets. Check us out at wearecrn.com. All right, Kim is back up here. Bruce Barrett, Wesley Outland, Mark Coates, phenomenal job. Kim, West Brunswick will play Clayton next Friday night. So we head to West Brunswick, and if I remember correctly, I think that's the coastal area, correct? We go from the triad to the coast, Bruce Barrett. Yeah, West- Next Friday night as West Brunswick beat Chapel Hill 42-35. to They're the number three seed, so therefore we will travel on the road again as Southeast Guilford falls to Clayton here tonight, 31-17. to And Cleveland Holy is cow. awaiting the team of either Lee County or J.H. Rose, which how about, has not been played yet. How about this one? Cleveland defeated, defeated Southern Durham. 49 to 49 zero. to Cheerio. 49 to Cheerio? Yeah, like no that. points. Unbelievable. 49 uh, to Cheerio. So you think about it, two teams in Clayton are in the playoffs, and both of them won impressively tonight. So here's what we were telling you about. There is literally 
16 teams in the first round. The second round is the, uh, the eight teams that remain. But if you think about it, you break down the East and the West, they are the final four in the Eastern East, Regional Finals. Eight teams left total. That's right. That's right. And then you go to the Regional Round, which is the final four teams. Possibly. And here it is. Clayton's got to do their job against West Brunswick That's next right. Friday night. But if they... Pull it off, Bruce Barrett. What we thought about as an analogy or as a possibility could come to fruition if Cleveland wins, Clayton beats Brunswick next week, Bruce. We could see Cleveland Rams, Clayton Comets, Battle of Clayton again. The Bears Cup for the the regional round for the state championship to decide who will go to the state championship. Wow. How about this score here? I just it has been one awesome ride to be a part of this, Bruce Barrett. Your thoughts? More scores? Yeah, more scores. Um, uh, I had it. Hang on a second. (laughs) Oh yeah. Okay. Rosewood, uh, Northside Pantown played Roseville. How about this? This is this is uh, playoff football. Final score: Pine Town thirty-five, Rosewood thirty-four. Wow. I bet that was a good football game. Oak Grove defeated Ash County 17-12 to uh, in another uh, really good, well-played football game. Uh, and I tell you, you look at some of these scores, uh, there was some good football played here. How about his? John A. Holmes, 32. Princeton, 28 in the third quarter. So there's another uh, Johnston County team. There you go. In a battle right now, down by four in the third quarter. Again, Cleveland wins tonight 49-0 over Southern Durham. And uh, Millbrook lost to Wake Forest 30-27. Big win there for uh, Wake Forest. And uh, those are some of the area, uh, in our area, some of the schools that are playing. West, but, you know, we got West three Brunswick Johnson and County teams. Yeah, that's awesome. Clayton, Cleveland, and Princeton. Princeton, yeah. West uh, uh, Clayton, the Clayton Comets did their job here tonight, 31-17 over the Falcons. They will now travel and take on West Brunswick next Friday night in the Eastern Regional Four Championships, the regionals. If they do their job, if Cleveland does their job against either J.H. Rose or Lee County, we could see the regional round final to decide who's going to the state championship between Cleveland and Clayton. It would run right smack dab through crazy Johnston County, Joko, Seat Town. <laughs> and it would be one epic matchup. I believe the TV will be there. The radio will be there. I know that we will be there, we Bruce. We will be there. Uh, we are enjoying the ride, man. Your final thoughts. It's been a fun uh, It's been a fun time here in, in Southeast Guilford. Thank you to everybody for all of the hospitality. Oh, gosh, yes. Uh, uh, Sean Newton, Joe, Robin, the PA announcer, um, all of the staff, the coach, Earl Bates, everybody just was so nice. Um, Listen, there's going to be a winner. There's going to be a loser. 16 has now become eight. Eight will become four. 
Four will become two, Bruce, and eventually one will be left standing as a there, state champion. There will only be one happy team when this is all over. That's right. Hopefully, but my question is hopefully this. it's do the you ones think, that were in white tonight. Do you, think it's, do you think Clayton could be that happy team with what we saw in the opening playoff I, game? I'm going to tell you, I thought Clayton played the best football game they played all year tonight. And they played it against a very, very good program. This, this, uh, this is a real deal here. I mean, these, this is a very good football team that they hung this win on today. Um, can they go further? Absolutely. Yes. Only time will tell. But this is a team that seven days ago was only hoping they would get the chance. They know now they got another game next week and that's got to be comfort knowing yes absolutely not knowing can be just a mind on the conscience but knowing that you did what you need to do you earned the right to be in the dance and now you're going to the regional four final the final eight in the state that's pretty good that's very humbling Bruce Barrett I really believe that and uh, this this is a very very good well coached football team and you know they, we talked about this week that they were focusing on penalties and mistakes, and they were starting to hold players accountable for that. Well, we saw that that worked tonight because there was very few penalties. There were some penalties, but it was like three or four and not 9, 10, 11, or 12. It has been a fun three and a half hours. We hope you've enjoyed all of our coverage. It's time to say Boyne Voyage for now. From the Triad area in Greensboro, thank you for our continuous followers. Thank you for the new followers, the new listeners, the new fans of Comets All In Country. We're glad you've enjoyed it. For Mark Coates, our player parent analyst. For Bruce Barrett as color analyst alongside. For my awesome CRN sideline reporter, Kim Hannah Hiding Winslow. Thank you also to Spotting with Mark uh, with Amy Coates. We also acknowledge some of our other announcing team of Blake Robertson and Meredith Robertson. Final score, 31-17. Clayton in the first round of the playoffs over. Southeast Guilford Falcons here in Greensboro. And now they prepare for next Friday night. And the team of West Brunswick to advance to the championship regional round. Possibly with Cleveland and Clayton in the horizon. But Clayton has to do their job, like Shane Handy said, they did tonight. We hope you've enjoyed our coverage. Of course, follow us at CRN Sports, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And, of course, uh, comments all in, www.wearecrn.com for more information. we got softball coming up. Cleveland softball, that'll be a good matchup for the championship and for the uh, the conference. We were talking to Coach Parrish last night about that. Bruce, uh, that could be the championship and for the playoffs and for the Greater News 3A title after Clayton did a great job over South Johnson, South Johnson last night. A, 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 yeah. a very good ball club. East Wake on uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. Varsity yeah. only, 6 p.m. Eastern start time. Right. And then JV and Varsity for softball Thursday night. Five and seven, Cleveland, the varsity game in softball, baseball beginning April 27th. We just don't cover football. We are proud to be the voice of the Comets and everything else in between. 
God bless from Greensboro. It has been fun. Comments all in. Continues. After a win in the playoffs over Southeast Guilford, West Brunswick, you're next. And we'll have coverage on CRN, the Community Radio Network. Be good to one another. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Comments. Sportsmanship. It means a lot of things. It is about making my high school games. It's a good memory that I can enjoy for years to come. Mr. Official. Mom. Dad. Son. Daughter. Coach. Are we in this together? Sportsmanship. Together, together we make the right call. This message has been brought to you by the North Carolina High School Athletic Association. You're listening to the voice of Community Athletics, the CRN Sports Network. Follow us online at wearecrn.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CRN Sports. Now back to our broadcast coverage. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.